0: What's the one secret that could potentially destroy the career of any American broadcast journalist? We answered that question here today on the Unproduced Table Read in Keely, w- Keely Lewis Wise's delightful rom-com, Plain Jane. So don't move a muscle.
1: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk
0: movies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unproduced Cable Read here on the Popcorn Talk Network. This is a show where we read Hollywood's hottest unproduced pilots and scripts with the writers in the studio. Mm-hmm. We're so excited to have you here today, King Wise. Um, as I mentioned guys, we're reading a rom com, which we're all so Woo. excited. Yes. About. Yeah. This is our first like real <laughs> like bona fide rom-com feature here on the show. Unfortunately it's very good. We were setting a yes. top, there's a lot of not-so-great rom coms, and this one is very special, <laughs> so we're so excited to have it today. Um, as I mentioned at the top, guys, my name is Jeff Graham. If you guys want to find me online, you can do so, Jeffrey C. Graham. And I'd love for the rest of my cast to introduce themselves.
2: Uh, good morning, or good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're reading, listening, or watching this. Uh, <laughs> my name is Mike. You find me at Mike Kalinowski, and uh, I guess all social media. Yeah. Uh, I'm today: Maxwell,
1: Andrew, Freddie, and Frank.
3: Hey guys, I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, and I will be reading Jane. She's
1: our Jane. Mm. Hey everybody, I'm Andrew Guy. You can find me at Andrew Guy on all social media, and I'm going to be Ronald, Clay, JJ, and Brett.
3: Still. Hey,
4: I am Haley O'Connor on Twitter at Haley O'Connor, and today I am reading Debbie, Mary, Ruth, Angela, and Abby. All women. Ruth.
5: <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody, everybody? I'm Timothy Michael. You can find me on all social media at I am Timothy Mike, and I am playing Michael, Robbie, Father Wayne, and Conrad.
6: Hi guys, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrienne Snow, and I'm meeting for Francesca,
0: Grace, and Candy. And before we uh, bounce to you, Keely, I'm so excited to introduce you today. Keely is an amazing writer and also a lawyer. Um, it seems like lately we've been bringing like, these triple threat writers. <laughs> what am yeah, I doing uh, with yeah. my life? <laughs> i an astronaut. They want to know about pride. We're so excited to have you today, Keely. It's an honor because your script was not only featured on the Blacklist website, but was featured to all of like the email subscribers. I was so excited because I was already looking at your script, and then Franklin Leonard blasted it out to all (laughs) these guys and this must be a good intuition on my part. And it certainly was. I love this script. We're so excited to read it today. Can you give us just the thing I like about it is I feel like it doesn't need a ton of context because Like any good rom-com, you can turn it on and it tells the story. But give us maybe 30, 45 seconds about kind of the world we're entering and maybe loose inspirations for what you wrote today.
7: Sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to have the debut (laughs) rom-com on the show. Um, So Plain Jane is the story of Jane Wilson, who is a local um, celebrity newscaster, really kind of top of her game Mm -hmm. locally. Um, She's very serious, very buttoned up, uh, which sets her apart from her colleagues that are really kind of banking on their sex appeal. Mm. Jane um, fancies herself as a more serious newscaster, looks Mm -hmm. more serious, and her dream is really to do more serious news. So when that opportunity presents itself, national gig, New York City, nightly news, this is the dream job for Jane, and this is what she wants. But... She's uh, nervous to take it because she's got this secret from her past, and she's a little bit nervous that if she takes a job on the national stage, in the national limelight, under a microscope, that this secret might be exposed and ruined her. So um, she travels back to her Midwest hometown, small town, Bible Belt, to keep the secret under wraps and keep it from destroying her future. And that brings her into conflict with the whole host of eclectic, crazy characters. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I
0: feel like you've given us plenty. That's a great intro I mean, to the script. And again, thank you so much for being here. We're so excited oh, to have you. She I flew from start. Chicago. She flew from okay. Chicago. I, mean, I just throw that in there. I'm from <laughs> Cleveland, so not too far. I'm a new Western <laughs> boy as well. But you myself, didn't fly so. from there for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, of course, lately, it's a little harder if you're flying United, but we can keep oh, okay. going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's we'll jump in. All <laughs> right, guys. Um, <laughs> today, we're reading a delightful rom-com called Plain Jane by amazing writer Keely Lewis Wise. So without further ado, Further ado, here we go. Fade in. Exterior Azusa, California. San Gabriel Canyon Day. Jane Wilson, 35. Tracksuit, Cardinals baseball cap, no makeup. Hikes like she's on a mission. Laser focus, all business.
5: You haven't answered my question.
0: Jane glances back, then stops in front of a wooden sign. It points up the trail, directing her to Bridge to Nowhere. Michael, 40s, catches up. He's handsome, but pudgy. He wipes sweat from his bald head and
5: leans over to catch his breath.
3: Thought my profound eye roll spoke volumes. He's a nice guy. He's one of your patients. So are you. I don't
5: pay you. I've noticed. So technically, I'm not a patient. Ethically, I can't reveal why he comes to see me, but I can assure you he is not insane. Well, no more insane than you, anyway.
0: Another profound eye roll. She resumes hiking. I don't have time
5: to date. Michael struggles to catch up. Chicken. Is that a medical term? It's my professional
3: opinion. Because I won't jump into a relationship with a mentally unstable stranger? Because you won't
5: jump into life. I did that once. It didn't work out. <laughs> That's like swearing off aspirin because you OD'd on meth once.
0: Jane slides, loose, Jane slides on loose rocks towards the edge of the mountain. Michael catches her. Woof,
5: that was close. It was 15 years ago. 15, 50, it won't matter. What kind of future can you have when you're hiding from your past?
3: My career is built on credibility. I won't have a future if they know about my past.
0: Prelap. Click interior LA, Jane's apartment, bedroom, night. Salt and peppa's <laughs> let's talk about sex erupts from the clock. Jane, asleep and strewn across the bed in men's pajamas, Rolls over and lists an eye mask 2am She throws off the covers Titles over montage Exterior LA night Jane runs like a seasoned athlete A giggling drunk couple ahead Still out for the night Stops to kiss She ignores them and presses on past A billboard that reads Wake up LA Featuring KVLA's morning news team Jane Maxwell 50 And Francesca 25 Interior Jane's Kitchen Night. Jane in wet hair, jeans, and a Wonder Woman t-shirt chugs coffee and devours the LA Times. Exterior LA Downtown Night. Jane's Volvo zips through a deserted city. Interior Parking Garage Night. Jane, coffee in hand, reads the New York Times with the other. Absorbed, she bumps her car door shut with her hip in one sexy fluid swing. <laughs> Interior News Studio Elevator Bank Night. The doors open. Jane steps into a buzzing news studio. This is KVLA. End montage. End montage. Debbie, 40s, accosts Jane. She's too old for her pink hair, fake boobs, stilettos, and nose ring, but rocks it with gusto. (laughs) Debbie scans Jane from head to toe with disappointment.
4: Your image matters, you know.
0: Interior dressing room moments later. Debbie spins a chair around to Jane. Andrew wants you to go blonde. Jane sits and snaps the New York Times open.
3: Because there's a shortage of blondes on television.
0: Interior newsroom Dawn. Jane, transformed into TV Jane, with thick makeup and styled hair, strides across the studio in a conservative pantsuit. Maxwell, 50s, a tan man past his prime that thinks he's still in it, chillaxes and reads People Man. Francesca, 25, spilling out of a short tight dress, practices sexy weather moves in front of a green screen. (laughs) Crew and producers move about the studio in a rush. Ah, you've done it. Jane turns, worried. Andrew Fortune, 45, a hot suit with a cool attitude, strides towards her like he owns the place.
2: GabrielA is officially the number one morning news show in Los Angeles.
0: Her shoulders relax. His scowl splits into a broad grin.
2: Relax, Jane. You are seriously the most serious person I know.
0: She resumes walking. He slides up to her. They dodge cameras and crew as they cross the studio towards the glass anchor desk.
2: I need to talk to you about something.
0: I'm not going blonde.
2: Good looks don't make you dumb, Jane. Just more marketable.
0: <laughs> An assistant producer hands her a script. She flips it open and scans it as they arrive at the anchor desk. Jane sits and plants, Jane sits and plants her earpiece. P- this is her domain. Could
2: you at least con- consider a dress?
0: She looks at him. Are you serious? And returns to her script. He perches on her desk, leans in. A man with plan.
2: Is your answer to everything no?
0: Jane catches her producer's eye and holds up the script. I'm not leading with this. Maxwell checks his teeth in a pocket mirror as he sits down.
2: Well, local news, Jane. Not 60 minutes.
0: Cheesy show intro music starts.
2: My office, tomorrow morning.
0: Jane looks to Andrew, quizzical. Andrew grins and slides out of frame. Maxwell plasters on a fake smile, and the music fades. Jane, a pro, snaps to and dials up a matching TV smile.
2: Wake up, LA! It's... I'm Maxwell Martin.
0: And I'm Jane Wilson. The top story this morning is... She doesn't want to read the story, but it's her job, so...
3: Miley Cyrus, who flashed the crowd at the Dodgers game last night.
0: Maxwell whistles. Well, that'll certainly keep the water coolers busy today. Jane delivers a tight smile. Max's flippin' seat definitely irks her.
7: We'll have the details.
2: But first, speaking of hot messes... <laughs> Francesca, how hot is it going to be for the 4th of July?
0: The camera pants to Francesca. Jane shoots Maxwell a... What the fuck? ...face. He shrugs. What? He has no idea he's even been offensive. Weather station. Francesca slaps a sun, a sun sticker on the map.
6: It's gonna be a scorcher. Especially in the Midwest.
0: <laughs> Interior. Paris, Indiana. Frank and Mary's house, kitchen, day. Grace Wilson, early 20s, oozes naivete in sex and sex in jean shorts and a tank top. She dips pickles in peanut butter as she watches Francesca on a laptop. A stream of wind mm. blows on her.
6: The Midwest can expect record-breaking temperatures this weekend.
0: Mary Wilson, 50s, a no-nonsense, spitting image of Jane with an attitude as straight as her back, strides in wearing a long-sleeved shirt and pants. She dumps a purse on the table. Grace, have you seen my Bible? grace motions in the direction <clears> of the wind a bible is wedged into an oscillating fan so that it stays on grace
3: back to you jane
0: mary grabs the bible irked by grace's utilitarian
3: use this morning i'm talking to ronald ray who just announced his run for president good morning mr ray turn
1: that off uh, good morning jane
3: and don't you want to see your daughter tell this douchebag
6: what's what
0: language grace mary's eyes flirt flirt to the mary's eyes flit to the computer Jane sits opposite Ronald Ray, 50s, a suited colossus with an air of arrogance. Thanks for joining me this morning. Mary looks away. Grace pauses the streaming video on Jane.
6: Promise me you'll get along this weekend? I don't want to spend my weekend refereeing you two.
4: If she comes, which I doubt, I promise I'll be civil.
6: Good, because I told her she can stay here.
4: The best western is very nice. Don't you think she'd be more comfortable? With her
6: family, definitely.
0: Grace smiles. Mary sighs. Mary sighs. Resigned. It's probably a moot point, anyway. Grace clicks the laptop.
3: How do you respond to claims that you're part of the war on women?
1: That war was a conflict at best, and it was over years ago. What more do women want?
0: Respect. Mary scoffs and puts on a hat. Grace is enraptured. You call female critics bimbos.
1: If you put on a short skirt under a glass desk, you're sending a certain message. That's all.
3: Mary packs the Bible in her purse. I'm off to church. So a woman can't be sexy
0: and smart. Grace waves, she doesn't take her eyes off
1: Jane. Like, I'm just trying to bring back good family values to America.
0: Mary throws a quick glance at the TV and slips out the back.
3: The family values of the 21st century or the family values of the 1950s? The door
0: slams. Interior LA Starbucks day. Jane pushes through the door in a notorious RBG t-shirt and baggy jeans. She joins Michael, designer clad, in the line. She holds up a tiny red dress designed for junior prom.
3: This is the dress I'm supposed to wear? I'm definitely
0: not going now. It's not actually about you, you know. It's your sister's wedding. She's marrying my
3: ex-boyfriend's brother, so it's a little about me.
0: (laughs) Michael makes a boo-hoo gesture.
3: Aren't you supposed to validate feelings?
5: You're from a town of 4,000 people. You're lucky she's not marrying your (laughs) (laughs) ex-boyfriend. They reach the barista.
7: Talsoy soy latte?
5: Michael looks at her like she just ordered maggots. Venti salted caramel mocha frappuccino Extra whip (laughs) Exterior
0: downtown LA day Rush hour Taxis honk Buses backfire Professionals hustle to work Michael and and Jane join the fray Coffee in hand I thought you had the morning off Andrew wants to
3: talk to me about something Cryptic Right? What do you think it means? What do you think it means? (laughs) All psychiatrists answer questions with questions Just
0: the good ones The bad ones give you actual advice (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she shakes her head and steps into the bus. To cr- steps into the street to cross. Michael yanks her back just before a bus hits her. Okay,
5: you want advice? You're a workaholic and a recluse. You need friends. I have friends. A circle of friends. Somebody other than me. It's depressing. And sex. You need sex. You're a celibacy addict, Jane. I. Date? The biennial blind coffee date does not count. I'm talking about a night that ends in curled toes, religious revival, and a deep, deep understanding of the meaning of life.
3: Why? So I can fall in love and tell him the truth and, and then watch him walk away, looking at me like I'm some kind of alien? No
0: thanks. It's easier on my own. here. Andrew's office day. Jane sits alone in a plush corner office, poised, straight-backed, dead serious. She looks around his office. Insert a nameplate, stares back from Andrew's mahogany desk. Andrew Fortune, executive producer. Insert a picture of Andrew with his pretty wife and four daughters hangs on the wall. Insert an Emmy award, tucked away in his bookshelf. Andrew Burson, a force of nature with two coffees. He hands one to Jane and takes a seat right across from her. You want an Emmy? Andrew shrugs. <sighs> uh, no big deal.
2: I try not to deal in the past. The future's all that matters.
3: I couldn't agree
2: more. Good, because I think your time here at KBLA has run its course.
0: You're firing me? He lets her stew in it.
2: I'm producing a new show in New York, panel format, Morning Joe Meets the View, but prime time, and you're coming with me. Why? It's a network show that triples your salary, and you don't have to get up in the godforsaken middle of the night anymore. Why not?
3: Oh, no, I mean, why me? I'm a morning news anchor.
2: on the top-rated morning show in the number two market.
3: Still, if I can't spot the chasm between what I am and what you're
0: offering, I shouldn't be considered.
2: You're smart, Jane. Attractive. You work hard. Your viewers trust you. I trust you.
0: He pushes a contract across the desk to Jane.
2: That's your big break. Unless there's some reason you don't want your face on three million televisions every night.
0: Interior of Michael's office reception day. Jane pushes through a door marked Michael Wilson, PhD, PSD, into a waiting room. Rorschach, Rorschach ink blots line the walls. Angela, 65, sits behind a desk, eyes glued to a TV. TMZ airs a shot of Miley Cyrus flashing <laughs> a Dodgers crowd. Angela spots Jane. Jane waves. Angela nods back to the TV. What do you think possesses a young girl to do something like that? Michael opens his private door into the waiting room. He stops short when he sees Jane. He cocks his head, irritated. She holds up Girl Scout promise fingers. Five minutes. Promise. Interior Michael's office moments later. Jane lies on the couch. Michael organizes files at his desk.
3: He offered me a show in New York. That's great. My dream job. Only... There's a clause in the contract that says they can fire me and sue me if I do anything to damage the show's reputation. If they ever found out... Oh, for
5: God's sake. I don't feel like you're taking me seriously. That's because you're not a patient. She sits up.
3: But I am your favorite cousin, and you're the only one who
0: knows. He sighs and takes a seat in his therapist's chair, a doctor.
5: (sighs) All of your experiences should fall in one of two buckets. (laughs) Jane throws herself back on the couch, exasperated.
0: Not the buckets again. She looks over to the wall where two buckets hang. One is labeled, enjoy,
5: the other, learn from. I like the avoid bucket. Avoidance is not a bucket. Neither is shame. (laughs) I'm not ashamed. Truth dissolves shame. I'm not ashamed. I'm
3: just practical. I worked hard to put myself through journalism school. It was just dumb luck I ended up on camera and not back at the Paris Daily News. But it happened. And I like it. And I'm really good at it. And none of that will matter if they find out I made a few...
0: She struggles to find the words. Movies. (laughs) Michael raises an eyebrow
5: at her word choice.
0: Honesty isn't practical.
5: So what is practical?
0: Interior office building, hall, day, establishing shot, etched glass doors, Conrad Bellow, attorney at law. Interior conference room, day. Jane sits next to Conrad, 60, a stodgy lawyer in a pricey suit at a long table in a glass room. He flips a page of the contract under Jane's watchful eye.
5: It's great to be a nobody getting a deal. It sucks to be a nobody negotiating a deal. So I
0: have to sign
5: it. If you try to get rid of the brand damage clause, alarm bells will go off. They'll think you've got something to hide, which you don't. Jane chews on this. Conrad's face grows worried. I'm your lawyer, Jane. Anything you tell me is completely confidential.
3: Okay. Fifteen years ago, I made a few films.
5: You were an
0: actress. She nods a kind of crooked nod Sort of An adult actress She waits for him to catch up Conrad's eyes widen a notch He gets it His secretary, 50, walks in with a pile of files Like porn? (laughs) He says it like a dirty word The secretary drops the files and glances sideways at Jane (laughs) Jane waits for her to leave
3: Only four
0: This doesn't help His shoulders slump This is not good How many people know?
3: Oh, hardly anyone. All the movies were with me and the same guy, my boyfriend at the time. He wrote, directed, starred, (laughs) low budget, boring by today's standards.
0: Conrad raises an eyebrow. It sure doesn't sound boring to
5: him. How many fans?
3: I didn't exactly win any AVNs. His blank look
5: says it
0: all.
3: The adult Oscar film? Oh, never mind.
5: Conrad takes
0: off his glasses and rubs his eyes. I don't know, Jane. It's out there.
3: But why would anyone look for it? Have you researched everyone here to see if they have a secret past?
0: (laughs) Conrad watches a female associate, 25, walk by in a conservative (laughs) suit, hair up, head in a law book. Interior conference room day, Conrad's daydream. Cheesy porn music plays over. The same associate in a suit that clings like a saran saran wrap. She pulls a pin out of her hair and shakes it. (laughs) Sultry eyes hold the camera as she crawls on across the conference table. Back to conference room. Conrad <laughs> shakes his head to an etch the sketch. Conrad I, I, shakes his head to etch the sketch, the image out. I,
5: I can't advise you to sign this. He should re-release them to profit. He could release them, re-release them to profit from from your fame. Oh, he's not that kind of guy. <laughs> we'll see what kind of guy he is when you make seven figures. I really want this job, Conrad. What possessed you to go into newscasting when you knew you had a, this kind of skeleton in your closet? Jane thinks about it. It's a good question. What can she say?
3: I'm good on camera. <laughs>
0: Conrad studies her. How did this serious woman do porn? Think he'll sign an NDA? Jane looks past Conrad to an erotic Picasso on the wall. Exterior Hollywood Hills, Clay's house, <coughs> day. An ostentatious fountain with two naked women kissing spews in front of a new money mansion. <laughs> Jane parks behind a Range Rover Sport, hard up on the plates. And an Aston Martin, <laughs> fast tens on the plates. Jade oh. <laughs> steps out of the car as Clay, thirty-seven, opens the front door in flip-flops, swim trunks, and a Hawaiian shirt to reveal an epic hairy chest. He smiles. Life is good for Clay.
1: <laughs> well, well, well. It isn't fair a fairway.
3: Never heard of her.
1: Clay smiles. What do you think?
3: I think business looks good.
1: Going back in.
0: <laughs> she shoots him a get real look. Interior Clay's house hallway moments later Jane follows Clay down a hallway lined With framed X-rated movie posters A scantily clad cheerleader appears on Pom-pom, bang-bang A naughty teacher appears on booty school A big bosomed girl in a sexy farmer outfit Appears on melons Jane stops abruptly in front of melons The blonde bombshell, 20 Looks a little like Jane They keep moving to the backyard A pool, hot tub, and thriving urban garden awaits
1: I watch your show, you know
0: You get up that early?
1: I go to bed that late
0: (laughs) Clay leans over to pick up garden gloves The hula skirt on the back of his shirt swings open Revealing a naked girl
1: Say, I recognize you on it though
0: He turns back to a straight faced Jane
3: And you garden now Guess we all change
1: But If you don't pull the weeds, they kill all the good stuff So, what brings you back here? Doesn't really feel like a social call
3: I need the movie rights, Clay And a
0: non-disclosure For a fair price, of course Clay works methodically He gives nothing away Jane levels a look at him as he works. Good guy or bad guy?
3: I've got a new job offer. This is just part of the deal.
1: Gotta cover your ass, I guess.
0: Literally. (laughs) Clay looks up. She smirks. He smiles. They have a past. Clay gets up and strolls to a patio bar and Jane follows.
1: New job, huh? As a newscaster?
0: Uh, She nods. He removes his glove and uncorks a bottle of wine.
1: A beautiful woman on camera. On display, performing for thousands of at-home viewers.
0: (laughs) He pours two glasses and hands her one. Not so different from your old job.
3: Except now I turn people on with my brain.
1: Smart and sexy aren't mutually exclusive, Jane.
3: She hands him a contract.
0: Please, for an old friend.
1: Friends don't disappear for over a decade.
0: He swirls his wine, inhales the aroma deeply, and takes a long, slow swig. He considers the wine and the situation.
1: They're somewhere on the internet. Can't do anything about that.
0: There's a
3: 20-year-old blonde named Farrah Fairway on the internet. Buried beneath 15 years of far more interesting
0: material. She sizes up his morals. He sizes up her will. He slides on glasses and looks over the short contract.
1: Well, I haven't outed you yet. I guess I don't plan to start now.
0: Clay signs the contract with Flourish and hands it back.
1: But I can't sell you the rights to the movie.
0: They're not worth anything except as blackmail and you know it. Easy.
1: I didn't say I wouldn't sell them. I said I couldn't. I don't own them anymore.
0: Off Jane's confused face, interior Clay's office moments later, Clay rummages through a file cabinet.
1: Right after you quit the biz, some kid uh, came around and wanted to buy them. A fan of yours. Sold them for five grand. That's it? <laughs> Look, you may have done porn, but you weren't exactly a porn star. You know what I mean? No offense.
0: She's a little offended. As if to explain... I
1: needed capital for my next movie.
0: Clay stops on a file labeled Farrah Fairway. He pulls out a single page. Jane reads over his shoulder.
1: J.J. Uh, Roberts? J.J. Roberts. Do you know him?
3: He was my high school boyfriend. She takes
0: a seat,
1: blindsided by this discovery.
3: I need grace. Well,
1: I'm not sure praying is going to help get them back.
3: No, not the grace of God. Grace my sister.
0: <laughs>
3: Interior
1: airport bar night. Jane oh. drinks
0: a beer as she pulls the phone away from her ear.
3: I knew you'd come. Jane
0: puts the phone back to her ear and tries to sound casual.
3: So will J.J. be there?
6: Of course. He's the best man.
3: Has he ever said anything about me?
6: You mean since you ran off to L.A. and never spoke to him again? No.
0: Jane shoo's on this. A man sits down, too close. He eyes her.
6: Hey, don't worry. It won't be weird. Robbie will talk to him. No.
0: The man next to her (laughs) (laughs) balks and moves away.
3: I'd rather just put things straight when I get
0: there, okay? Jane drains her beer. She burps, surprising herself.
3: Are you okay? Fine. Taking the red eye, I'll be there in the morning.
0: Exterior, Southern Indiana Highway Day. This is the Bible Belt. Silos, billboard. Guns don't kill people, people kill people. Farmhouses, billboard. Anti-God is anti-America. Tractors, billboard. Hell is real. Interior, Jane's Rental Car Day. Off the last sign. Yes, and I'm in it. Another sign, Paris, 4300. Jane's phone rings, she answers. Jane Wilson. Interior, Andrew's Office Day. Andrew kicks his feet back on his desk. He squeezes a stress ball.
2: I look hard to get, but not when it comes to business. Where are you?
0: Intercut. Paris. France? Indiana. My sister's wedding. Andrew closes his eyes and gives his stress ball a squeeze.
2: A dozen other people will jump at this deal in the next 60 seconds. In or out, Jane?
0: Jane bites her lip. Screw it. In. Andrew shoots the ball through a basketball hoop. All net.
2: I'm going to make you a star.
0: Exterior, Paris. Main Street, day. Jane drives past Video Star. A video rental store with a giant star marquee. She continues past Walmart, Moose Lodge, Town Square, drive through liquor store, Baptist Church, Methodist Church, and Catholic Church. The Catholic Church marquee reads, The most powerful position is on your knees. <laughs> Jane does a double take. Exterior of Frank and Mary's house day. A well-tended A-frame house. A garden bursts in a side yard. Jane yanks her suitcase from the trunk Grace, th- Grace throws open the screen door and bounds from the steps She pinches Jane Ouch,
6: I'm just making sure you're really here
0: Grace throws her arms around Jane in a giant hug I know you'd rather be boiled alive Is there a difference? Interior Frank and Mary's house, hallway moments later Grace and Jane make their way down a hall Covered in family pictures, pictures. Jane tries not to look, but she's drawn in Insert, photo Jane 9, drab brown hair and crooked teeth Sits at a piano in a puffy dress that drowns her Insert photo, Jane, 19. Ugly, draped in a tracksuit, stands next to Grace. Five, a beautiful junior cheerleader. They arrive at a sewing room. Jane looks in and stops short.
3: What happened to my room? come on, you can sleep with me.
0: Interior Frank and Mary's house living room, day. Jane squirms on a plastic-covered floral couch. Squeak! A porcelain virgin Mary stares down at her from the coffee table. Ugh, I feel like she's judging me. Grace hands Jane a mug of coffee and plops down t- next to her. She folds her legs underneath her like a little girl.
6: Oh, well, she's judging anyone. It's me. I'm pregnant.
0: Jane's eyes bolt to Grace. A truck gurgles outside. Jane looks out the window. Exterior Frank and Mary's house, front yard, day. Robbie Roberts, <laughs> 20s, drops out of the pickup truck in jeans, a flannel shirt and boots. He spits tobacco and slams the door. Interior Frank and Mary's house, living room, day. Grace puts a hand on Jane's knee. And Jane looks back to Grace.
6: Don't worry, it's early. We'll pass it off as a honeymoon baby. And why would you do that? Well, obviously Mom can't know.
0: Jane looks at the Virgin Mary. True. A knock at the door.
6: I need you to cover for me this weekend. If I'm not boozing, everyone will know.
0: What about college? Grace shrugs as she walks to the door. We
6: can wait a few
0: years. Jane's face drops. Disappointed. Grace opens the front door. Robbie smiles and kisses her. He waves, nervous at Jane.
6: I told her the news.
5: Well, I hope it's not too weird. <sighs> what with you and J.J. And all? Jane waves it off. It won't be weird. She's not convincing.
3: Is he around today? I thought I'd
0: stop by, say hi.
5: Robbie and Grace exchange looks. Uh,
0: he's working today,
5: but uh, he'll be uptown tonight. We'll head up after dinner, okay?
0: Grace grabs Robbie's hand and they exit. Excuse me to the porch. Jane follows.
6: Wait, where are you going? Well, we have to meet Father Wayne, and you have to go see Mom.
0: Jane's face contorts. She does not like this idea. Grace slides on shades and steps back on the truck rail. A wild thing.
6: The longer you wait, the worse it'll be.
0: Interior, Jane's rental car, parking lot day. Jane sits in her car. She stares ahead and takes a breath. Jane's point of view. Extended Sunset Nursing Home. A long, drab, single-story brick building cheered only by a few blooming rose bushes. Interior, Extended (laughs) Sunset Nursing Home day. Jane reads the Paris Daily News at a nurse's station. An article catches her eye. Insert. First Woman to Run for Mayor by Grace Wilson. Can I help you? Jane looks up. Abby, 50, in a nurse uniform, mans the desk.
3: Hi, uh, I'm here to see Mary Wilson. You with the Christian Network, too?
0: Jane laughs. Abby does not get the joke. <laughs> Jane uh, suffers.
3: no. I'm Mary's daughter.
0: Off Abby's confused face. But her
3: other daughter. Jane.
0: Jane turns and comes face to face with Mary.
3: You came. I wouldn't miss Grace's wedding. Mary does not buy that. <coughs> I know it's been a while.
0: Mary sizes her up.
3: You're too skinny.
0: Hmm. Jane adjusts her slack, self-conscious.
4: Well, since you're here, you might as well fill in for Grace. Oh,
0: I can't stay. I You have something better to do? Jane looks to Abby. Abby shakes her head, turns away. She's not going to tango with Mary. Jane looks to Mary. Fine. Room
4: 103, Ruth Robinson. She's 99. She likes to read.
0: Mary turns on her heel. She marches away, head high. What you want. This is the music you enter, here here. just uh, to see if we can get that going. Uh, interior extended sunset, hall moments later. Aretha Franklin's respect pumps out of room 103. Jane knocks, but nobody could hear it, so she pushes the door open into interior Ruth's room, continuous. Ruth, 99, a former beauty contestant who doesn't look a day over 80, sits in a wheelchair, dressed to the nines. She knits something green. Jane turns down the volume on the stereo.
3: Grace? I'm Jane, Grace's sister!
0: Ruth shoots her hand to her ear.
3: I'm not deaf. I thought with the music... You
4: can't listen to Aretha. You gotta feel Aretha. You should've heard that child
0: sing gospel. <laughs> Ruth smiles and extends a hand. It doesn't line up with Jane.
4: Nice to finally meet you, Jane. Grace told me all about you. Jane shuffles to connect with Ruth's with Ruth's hand. Sorry, my hearing's still good, but I'm blind as a (laughs) bad.
0: She pulls a flask from her knitting basket and takes a nip.
4: Can't have it all.
0: Ruth offers it to Jane. Jane takes a sniff and recoils.
4: Is that scotch? I haven't got a day in 80 years without it. I'm good, thanks. Suit yourself, but I'm pretty sure it's the fountain of youth. You all might want to take some notes. (laughs) She
0: tucks the bottle back in her basket. Jane sits down. You must be so excited for Grace. Jane shrugs, nods. Ruth waits for an audible answer. Or not.
3: Oh, sorry. Yes, I am. I'm I'm just, well,
4: so young. If you can't be impulsive when you're young, when can you be? I just hope it's not a mistake. Too soon to tell. Let's revisit it in 10 or 20 years. <laughs> My book's by the bed.
0: Jane spots Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> she walks it over, picking it up just as Respect by Aretha Franklin ends.
3: I'm not sure this is the right one. I'm old, Jane, not dead.
0: Later, Jane and Ruth sit side by side. Jane reads from the book.
3: Before I know it, he's got both of my hands in his vice-like grip above my head, and he's pinning me to the wall using his lips.
0: Jane stops. She glances at Ruth.
4: Well, keep going. It's just getting good. Reminds me of a few nights I spent with Jack in the
3: 60s. Your husband? The president, dear.
0: (laughs) Jane shoots her a quizzical look, then raises the book up.
3: Uh, my tongue tentatively strokes his and joins his in a slow, erotic dance.
0: Ex- exterior, extended sunset nursing home, parking lot, day. Jane, the local paper in front of her face, steps into the parking lot. Screech! Startled, she jumps back and falls. Freddie McKay, 38, handsome but a little too polished for a country town, darts from a driver's ed car to Jane's side. Where the hell were you doing? Me? You nearly ran me down.
3: She notices the car. Well, that explains it.
2: (laughs) I teach driver's ed.
3: He
0: offers a hand and plucks her to her feet with ease.
2: You should look where you're going.
0: I'm fine. Thanks for asking. He picks up the paper and hands it back to Jane.
3: A normal person would apologize.
0: She waits. He waits.
2: Whenever you're ready.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I meant you. Oh, I don't apologize. Ever? If you're okay, I'm meeting someone.
0: She (laughs) steps out of his way with a flourish.
3: By all means. Sorry if nearly killing
0: me made you late.
2: A little, but since you're new here, you know I'll let it slide.
0: He passes her by, amused, um, and his head, and he heads for the front door. I'm not new. I grew up
3: here.
2: Oh, well, welcome home then.
0: pre <laughs> A crowd of cheers. Interior. Frank and Mary's house. Living room. Day. Frank, <laughs> fifty-five, in a Cardinals baseball cap, watches a baseball game on TV. He notices Jane just inside the front door. Janie. Hi, Daddy. A broad smile spreads across his face as he rises and enfolds her in a, turn, a giant bear hug.
2: I've missed you, kiddo.
0: He pulls back. She drops her eyes. I'm sorry, Daddy. I just...
2: You know my motto. Don't complain, don't explain. <laughs>
0: she needs his eyes. An understanding. What's the score?
2: The Cubs have us by one. This team's got a hell of a defense, but absolutely no offense.
0: They stand silent watching the game, like two guys would do. The
2: girls in the kitchen, if you remember where that is. <laughs>
0: he smiles without taking his eyes from the game. Interior of Frank and Mary's house kitchen moments later. A tiny butt... A tiny butt-bumping a tiny butt bumping kitchen. Grace does her nails as Mary pulls a roast from the oven. Mary ignores Jane's entrance.
4: You're sure you don't want me to cook for the reception?
0: Jane grabs an apron off the wall and ties it on.
6: No, Mom. You and Daddy aren't are doing enough by letting us have it here. Robbie has the VFW catering.
0: Mary slides a chopping board and vegetables over to Jane. Jane slices and chops like a pro. They've done this before.
4: Robbie's a nice boy. Unlike that ne'er-do-well Jane ran off with when she quit college. His name is Clay, and he did
0: all right. You were a good girl before him. Jane dumps the vegetables into a salad.
6: What does that even mean? It means you were a good Christian then, and you're not now.
0: Jane throws Grace a look. You want to talk good Christians? Interior Frank and Mary's house, dining room night. Frank, Mary, Jane, and Grace bow their heads around the table.
2: Heavenly Father?
0: Jane peeks. Yep, they're serious, and she shuts her eyes.
2: Thank you for this food. Grant us peace and love. And grant the cards a better game tomorrow. Well, please don't let the Cubs sweep us.
0: Mary clears her throat.
2: <clears throat> Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Frank stands up and pours wine around the table.
2: All my girls under one, roof, ro- under one roof. Makes a man happy right to the core.
0: Grace nudges her wine over next to Jane's. Jane covertly takes a big gulp from Grace's glass, then picks up her own. When did you start
3: working for the paper? I just freelance for extra cash. I read your article. It was good.
6: Oh, it's no big deal. Not like your job. When do you move to New York? What do you mean? Well, here new job it was all over the kvla twitter feed this morning
0: jane jumps up from the table
6: jane elizabeth we're in the middle of dinner she's not
0: six mom jane grabs her phone from her bag and quickly searches i
6: can't believe you in public so
0: you're
3: not moving to new york i am probably i i just need to get some things in order first what's going on i don't do the twitter tweet (laughs) mom you don't tweet
4: why wouldn't you mention a new job Jane plops back down at the table.
3: I haven't actually signed the contract yet. You're so secretive. I'm not secretive. I'm I'm private. There's a
0: difference. Frank raises his glass.
2: I think we should celebrate.
0: Interior local pub night. Clink. Jane, Robbie, and Grace clink beers around the high top in a crowded dive bar. A live cover band plays behind him. Oh, you'll be famous. It's so exciting. Jane takes a last swig of her beer. Grace promptly trades Jane's empty bottle with her full bottle.
6: This plan will get me smashed. Oh, I eat for two, you drink for two. Oh,
0: there he is. Robbie waves at someone behind Jane. Jane swivels to find JJ, a meathead of a man in a high school shot put t-shirt. He pushes through the crowd like he's somebody big. Hey, bro. He fist bumps Robbie. He throws a short wave at Grace.
6: Grace? Hi, JJ.
0: Jay turns, JJ turns to Jane. She goes for a handshake. He goes for a hug. It's this awkward half-breed. He holds, a, he holds it a beat too long. I want to dance. Robbie's eyes ping from from Jane to JJ Grace pulls him away JJ spins Robbie's chair around and sits on it backwards
1: Janie, wow Long time no see, babe
0: A waitress delivers a beer to JJ He holds it up to clink with Jane's She doesn't (coughs) clink, she can't hold back anymore Did you come to LA when I was living there? He takes a long swig of beer and chews
5: on that question
1: Know about that, huh? Why? To get you back (laughs) Cost me 400 bucks
5: But you didn't even come to see me
1: Oh, I saw you I barely recognize you though. That blonde hair and the tan legs. You followed me? I just wanted to see what the big deal was. Why him and not me? (laughs) Boy was I surprised.
0: (laughs) He locks eyes. He knows. Jane looks around. Who else knows? Why didn't you say something?
1: I saw what you were doing, I knew you wouldn't want me to see you that way. So I left. But why buy the films? To protect you. To protect
0: us. He puts a hand on hers.
1: I knew you'd come back eventually.
0: Jane pulls her hand away as Grace returns. Candy, 30s, a once-hot blonde saunters over.
6: Well, look who's back in town. Plain Jane Wilson. Oh, I think I might be sick. Me
0: too, let's go.
6: Wait, listen, Jane. I am so sorry about the thing in high school. I was a stupid kid. Can you forgive me?
0: Jane glances around. They all wait. Will Jane make a scene? Passes the past, right? They all relax. Candy flashes a pageant girl smile. Exactly. She pins a button on Jane. Candy Carson for mayor. Grace vomits. <laughs> Interior. Frank <laughs> and Mary's house. Bathroom. Night. Jane holds Grace. Ha- Jane holds Grace's hair as she leans over the toilet. <sighs>
6: that morning sickness was supposed to happen in the morning. Grace
0: sits. Grace sits back. Jane's. Grace sits back. Jane hands her a wet cloth to wipe her face.
3: You should tell Mom. She'd be
6: a bigger help. Well, she didn't speak to you for two years because you lived with your boyfriend.
3: Yeah, Grace has a point. You really follow KVLA on Twitter?
6: Of course. How else would I know what you're doing?
0: Interior Frank and Mary's house, Grace's bedroom night. A teenager's room. A school desk. Music posters. Photos with friends. Grace crawls into bed. Jane tucks her in.
6: Mass is at nine. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to church.
0: Oh, okay. You told Mom that. Interior church day. Frank, Mary, Jane, Grace, and Robbie sit in the pew in various levels of piousness from a devout Mary to a miserable Jane. Grace wears a sundress. Jane wears khakis and a sweater. (laughs) Father Wayne, 40s, longish red hair and an earring, skips to the altar, Bible in hand. Mary leans into Grace.
4: You forgot your Bible. Oh, I have an app for that.
0: Grace holds up her phone and taps a Bible icon.
5: An e-Bible open. Grace smiles. Cool, right? Mary is not impressed. It is not good for man to be alone. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. Robbie puts his hand on Grace's. She clutches it. When God created Eve, Adam looked at her and said, at last. Which men, waiting for wives to get ready for dinner, have been saying ever since. (laughs) Laughter from the congregation. (laughs) Jane sees Freddie take a seat. Seriously, though. What Adam meant is that he had finally found what was missing. Frank puts an arm around Mary. Jane sits alone between two
0: loving couples. Father Wayne looks at the Wilsons.
5: God always provides what's missing.
0: Later. Everyone takes communion while Jane sits alone. JJ winks at Jane as he passes. Freddy raises an eyebrow as he passes. Exterior church day. Mary, Frank, Grace, and Robbie mingle with churchgoers. Jane stands to the side, searching the crowd. She catches a glimpse of JJ. She moves in his direction, but...
2: You don't take communion?
0: She turns. Freddy's behind her. Cool. Hands in pockets.
3: I haven't been to confession.
2: What do you need to confess?
3: I should tell
0: you?
2: Oh, harrowing experiences often bring people together.
3: All right, then. What do you confess? Or does that fall under your no-apology plan?
0: Frank and Mary interject.
2: Uh, nice day for a bachelor, bachelor party on the farm.
3: Freddy, keep Robbie out of trouble.
2: <laughs> kind of feeds the purpose, huh? Uh, maybe I'll run into you later.
0: Just don't run over me. <laughs> Freddy smiles and slips off. Jay looks around for JJ. He's gone. Grace floats over with a machi- mischievous smile.
6: Every girl in town is after him.
0: Jane, confused, follows Grace's gaze to Freddy. Well,
6: the bad boy thing, I guess. Rumor is, he helped a drug dealer cover up a murder or something, and he's heading out down here.
0: Freddy gets in his driver's ed car.
6: I thought he was a teacher. (laughs) Technically, he's a sub. Coach Don quit mid-year, so I guess he didn't have time to dig too deep into the drug murder thingy. Speaking of drugs, that reminds
0: me. Grace grabs Jane's arm and heads for the parking lot.
3: How could that possibly remind you of anything?
0: (laughs) Interior Robbie's house day. Grace digs in a cupboard, covered in electronics. Jane maneuvers around piles of computer parts.
6: What is all this stuff? Oh, Robbie started a computer business.
0: Grace pulls out a shoebox and opens it. Pot. She Mm -hmm. smiles. You
6: can't
3: smoke that. It's not for me. It's for the boys. I'm not going to the farm.
0: Interior, exterior, jeep, day. Grace and Jane fly through the country, wind in their hair, sun on their faces. Jane takes in the green, booming crops. Grace looks at Jane and smiles. Happy to have her home. Exterior, farm, day. Dudes drink, play bags, shoot cans, hoot and holler. Grace hands the box to Robbie. He smiles and kisses her.
5: Hang out a while. Well, aren't girls for bed? Candy's here, so I guess it's co now. Besides, it'll be more fun if you're here.
0: Jane turns away from the sticky sweetness and spies JJ at the keg. <clears throat>
5: JJ pumps
0: a beer from the keg and hands it to Jane. I
1: was hoping I'd see you today.
0: Me too. I
3: have a proposal
1: for you. Me too.
0: I want to buy my movies back. JJ's face falls. Not the kind of proposal he had in mind. You paid five, I'll pay you ten. If
3: you'll agree n- not to tell anyone.
1: I don't want your money, Jane.
3: Please, JJ.
0: It's important to me.
1: You know, there are things more important to me, too.
0: Hey, JJ! Robbie holds up the pot box. JJ shoots a thumbs up.
1: I've got important best man stuff to do. I'll call you tomorrow. JJ... It's no fun to wait, is it, Janie?
0: Later, Jane sits in a lawn chair, sweating in her hot clothes. She watches everyone else have fun. Candy hands out beer koozies. Freddy walks over, a BB gun slung over his shoulders, and a beer in hand. His koozie reads, Candy Carson from air. It's
2: 98 degrees out. Aren't you a little hot in those clothes?
0: No, I'm very comfortable. Sweat trickles down her face.
2: Suit yourself. It's cool down by the river.
0: He walks toward the river. Jane wipes sweat from her face. After a beat, she gets up and follows him, and Candy clocks this. Exterior, Wabash River. Moments later, Jane catches up to Freddy along the riverbank. She looks around the wooded area. They're alone. She eyes the gun. Should I be concerned?
2: Mm, Depends on what you find concerning.
0: (laughs) Drug dealers, murderers. They walk in silence until they arrive at a rustic cabin on stilts. He starts up the stairs, and she holds back.
2: Relax, Jane. I'm a lawyer, not a criminal.
0: Which do you think is worse? (laughs) Interior cabin day. Freddy flips on lights. Jane follows and looks around. Surprise. A cozy, eclectic space, peppered with money and good taste. Hipster meets high art. Books, records, keyboard. Freddy grabs a six-pack from the fridge and shoves it under his arm. Jane spots a framed diploma. Insert diploma. Northwestern University School of Law. Magna cum laude. 2004. Frederick John McKay III. (laughs) Freddy flips on the record player and drops the needle. The Rolling Stones burst out of his state-of-the-art speakers. It's a little loud. He grabs two fishing poles and a tackle box. Gotta hear it from the dock. Exterior, Wabash River. Dock, day. Freddy tries to twist off a beer bottle cap. It won't budge. Jane takes it, lines it up with the edge of the dock, and slams her hand on it, and it pops right off. She hands it back to Freddie.
2: So you did grow up here. <laughs>
0: she does the same to her bottle as Freddie baits a hook. She pulls her sticky shirt away from her body. It's really hot out.
3: How does a smart hipster lawyer end up in a, as a substitute driver's ed teacher in Indiana?
2: Uh, I uh, got suspended, disowned, and divorced, in that order. There wasn't much left for me in Chicago.
0: So you ran away to Paris. He shrugs and baits the hook. She rebates her hook, but better.
2: So how does a homecoming queen from Indiana end up a TV celebrity in L.A.?
0: I ran away from Paris. She lets a perfect cast sail. She's certainly done this before. And
3: I was never homecoming queen. I was just plain Jane. PJ for short.
0: He casts poorly.
3: Didn't your dad ever take you fishing?
2: He took me to the opera.
3: Sounds like a rough childhood.
0: Her bobber dunks. She jerks the pole and reels in the fish.
2: So, what about uh, your childhood? What made you run away?
3: Not sure if you know this, but my mother is personal friends with Jesus.
0: (laughs) Freddy grabs the fish and starts to yank him off the hook.
3: Careful, you'll kill him.
0: Isn't that the point? (laughs) She takes the fish, gently unhooks it, looks in his eye. Second chance, buddy. Make it count. She tosses it back in. Freddy stares at her, sizing her up. What? Nothing.
2: You just don't look very plain to me.
0: Beast of Burden, or other sexy Rolling Stone song, kicks in. I should get back to Grace. Interior Frank and Mary's house living room, night. Jane and Grace walk in the front door as Beast of Burden fades out. Laughter drifts from the kitchen continuous. Mary and Frank pour through piles of photos in the kitchen table. Jane stops cold at the sight of Andrew. But we've been
4: calling you. I don't get service on the farm. Grace, you should do one of those slideshow things at the reception.
0: Grace <laughs> plucks a photo out of the pile. Insert photo Jane in a Girl Scout uniform... Dishwater hair, braces, overweight. Andrew snatches it. What are you doing here?
2: I am a genius. After you told me what you were doing here for the wedding, I thought, how can we capitalize on this? And then it hit me. Your first story will be your story.
0: Andrew snaps. Brett, 27, jumps in with the camera in the corner.
2: But I'll document the lead up to the wedding. He'll interview you, your family, your friends.
0: Jane takes a shaky seat at the table.
2: Viewers want to know about your past. It helps them relate. It'll make them love you.
0: Not so sure about that. Are you kidding? Small town girl makes it big. Delete it up. Grace plucks another photo from the pile. Here's Shane's old boyfriend. Insert photo Jane and JJ in Jesus is cool t-shirts. Does he still live around here? Well, he's my fiance's brother. You can't make this up. Be sure to get an interview with him. No. Everyone looks to Jane surprised.
3: It wouldn't be fair to Grace.
6: It'll take away from her big day. My wedding will be on national TV. I'm
2: seriously cool with it. I really am a genius, you know. 170 IQ.
0: <laughs> Exterior Frank and Mary's house porch night. Andrew pulls on a baseball cap. It's so not him.
2: If you need me, I am at the Best Western. Did you know it's the best hotel in the country, the whole country? A Best Western. It's like being on safari down here.
0: <laughs> Exterior high school track day. Jane runs hard in a Shiraz T-shirt. She hears the crack and shouts of a baseball game. She looks over at a baseball diamond. Moments later, Jane watches from the fence. Freddy runs batting pack practice. He looks over, sees Jane, and waves. She smiles. He hits a line drive to center field center field. Dylan 14 cowers away from it. Dylan, get your glove up! You can't catch it if your glove's not up. Freddie turns back to Jane, but she's already walking away. Interior Frank and Mary's house, Kitchen Day. Brett films Frank. Andrew, Grace, Robbie, and Mary watch from around the table. Jane watches from the door frame in the back.
2: <laughs> so so there she was. Seven years old in this pretty little dress that Mary had made her for her first communion. And her, her little patented leather shoe wedged and, and a huge pile of dog
0: shit. Glanc- he glances to Mary.
2: Poop. <laughs> and she turns to me with those big blue eyes and says, "Total
0: poop down my shoe. Thought like the dog had done it to her and she just stepped in it herself. Everyone laughs. Jane less than the others. The craze grabs Robbie's hand.
6: We got to finish the slideshow. Need any help? Nope. Just be ready for the rehearsals in her at five.
0: Jane's phone buzzes in her pocket. She pulls it out. Insert a text from JJ. Pizza Hut. Noon. It's followed by a broken heart and band-aid emoji. Oh for Christ's sake. Interior Frank and Mary's house living room day. Jane walks in cleaned up. Brett holds the Virgin Mary statue.
3: Careful, that's my mother's prized possession. John Paul blessed it.
0: <laughs> he plants it back on the coffee table. What's the big deal?
1: So uh where are we off to?
0: Jane stops mid stride in the front door. She looks back.
1: I'm your shadow, remember?
0: She looks at her watch. It's almost noon. An idea forms. Interior, extended sunset hall, day. Jane and Brett arrive at room 103. Jane turns to Brett. You
3: should probably wait out here. Are
1: you kidding? This is good stuff. Totally humanizing.
3: I'm just reading to her. I'll be out in an hour.
0: Jane ducks in and closes the door on Brett. Interior, Ruth's room, day. Ruth knits something green. She she turns her head toward Jane.
3: Hi, Ruth. Jane, what a nice surprise. I, I need your help. Long story, but
4: I
0: need to ditch a camera crew.
4: I had a nickel for every time I had to ditch a camera crew.
0: (laughs) Jane cocks her head and considers Ruth. Who is this woman?
4: Patio door.
0: Jane kisses Ruth's cheek and heads out the patio door. Interior Pizza Hut day. Jane opens the Pizza Hut door. JJ in a shirt and tie jumps up from a bench. He wipes his sweaty palms on his pants. Interior Pizza Hut party room moments later. JJ pulls on an accordion door. It sticks. He yanks. It sticks. He yanks and it flies open nearly knocking him down. Inside, a table for two with a single rose on one plate. <laughs> she looks to JJ. For real, he pulls her chair out for her.
1: This is our place, remember?
0: He sits. She sits, reluctant. It's the only pizza place in town. JJ pours two glasses of wine. Jane drinks and cringes.
1: Good, right? They make it at the local winery.
0: It certainly. Oh, it burns. <laughs> unique. JJ sits at it, as an employee drops off the pizza.
1: I ordered your favorite. <laughs> JJ
0: serves slices. Jane picks up her slice J.J. reaches both arms across the table, palms up. He clears his throat. Jane stops mid-bite. He flexes his hands. Hold, hold my hands. She drops the slice and takes his hands. He bows his head.
1: Dear God, thank you for this food, the rain in the fields, and Jane's presence at this table. Amen.
0: He digs in and Jane stares. Did they really just pray at Pizza Hut? Later, JJ grabs another slice while Jane muscles down more wine.
1: Yeah, since we got the new kind of manure at the farm, you wouldn't believe the beans. We had to buy a new combine. But with the crops how they've been the past couple of years, it's paying for itself.
0: Later, still going.
1: Yeah, you can probably tell I've been working out. <laughs> Doing that no sugar thing, too. You know that I'd say it's more addictive than cocaine? Not that I know. Just say no, right? But it's pretty toxic stuff, serious.
0: He stuffs more pizza in his mouth. You know there's sugar in pizza? (laughs) Later, JJ chomps on a salad.
1: (laughs) And that's how we've been handling mom's diverticolitis, you know. So, you know, uh, overall I'm doing pretty good.
0: He stops, she waits. Is he done?
3: (laughs) Wow. Well, I'm I'm really glad you're doing so
1: well. Yep. I'm not the same person you left behind, Jane. People change.
3: Exactly. Um, Speaking of that, have you given any more thought to the... Dessert?
1: (laughs) Yes. Let's go.
0: (laughs) Exterior. Dairy queen. Day. Jane sits at a picnic table. J.J. sets down two arctic rush cuffs as he straddles the bench to face Jane. What's this all about, J.J.?
1: We have a history. And a spiritual connection. Something you can never have with some porn maker or some fancy TV producer. Or that turd burglar, Freddie McKay.
0: Jane looks at him like he's lost his mind.
1: That weekend you ran off to L.A.? I had something planned. I had all this planned. I wanted to t- He
0: slides her cup closer. A tiny diamond ring encircles the straw. Holy shit. Before she can respond, a van squeals into the lot. Andrew shoots out. Brett follows. Where the hell have you been? Brett said you ditched him. Andrew considers JJ for the first time. Wait, he lights up.
3: Is this your old boyfriend?
0: It's not a good time, Andrew.
3: JJ
2: right? Tell me, was Jane always so
0: serious? Brett trains his camera on JJ and Jane. Via Brett's camera, J.J. looks to Jane and Jane looks to Andrew. We're in
1: the middle of something. So, J.J., how long has it been since you've seen Jane? Years. What's it like?
0: Brett's camera focuses on J.J.
1: <laughs> exactly the same. We were in love then and we are in love now.
0: Wait, what? Brett's camera zooms out to take in Jane. No, this is insane. We weren't in love then and we're not in love now. So, Jane pushes the camera down. She she shoots eye darts at Andrew. You're
2: in the middle of something?
0: Like I said Andrew nods for Brett to leave Brett heads for the van uh,
2: We'll just grab some lunch I'm looking for a rare species here The green vegetable So far no sightings Everything's beige uh, <laughs> There were green beans on one menu But they were fried So they were Beige, you know,
3: I got it I'll call <laughs> you
0: <laughs> Andrew hops in the van Jane turns to JJ He's
1: just crushed This is just a business transaction, isn't it? What else would it be? I thought we were going to pick up where we left off
3: you really think I want to come back to this hillbilly town and be a farmer's wife barefoot
0: and pregnant out in the boonies? JJ flinches and she regrets these words instantly.
1: I see. Uh, JJ. Fine I... I'll sell you the movies. You will? For a hundred grand. What? You want to do business that's business Jane. Pretty sure that's extortion. Do you want to keep Farrah Fairway a secret or not? This isn't who you are. He grabs the ring off the straw. Yeah, well, maybe none of us are who we appear to be.
0: JJ jumps in the camo truck and peels out. Behind it, Candy enters Dairy Queen and eyeballs <laughs> Jane. Hey, PJ. <laughs> she flashes a wicked <laughs> smile. Did she just hear all that? Exterior Paris side streets day. Jane walks with purpose, cell phone to her ear. I'll pay you back when I start my new job. Interior Michael's office day. Michael sits in his therapist chair of buckets behind him
5: No, I'm sorry, but I'm not helping you perpetuate blackmail Think about your buckets and find another <laughs> way <laughs> Interior Ruth's room, day Jane
0: slides in the patio door She collapses in a chair
3: Did you ever make a mistake, Ruth? One you couldn't fix? In a hundred years, only about a thousand
4: <laughs> Funny thing about mistakes, though Sometimes they are, and then years later they aren't Or vice versa You Never can tell Might not want to waste too much time worrying about it.
0: A timer goes off on Ruth's watch.
4: Uh, Speaking of time...
0: Interior extended sunset, uh, nursing home, hall, moments later. Jane wheels Ruth down the hall towards the dining room. You take a dance class?
4: You think a little thing like a wheelchair would keep me from dancing? Please. Didn't even keep Franklin out of my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Your husband, Franklin Roosevelt, dear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They roll into the dining room. Tables are cleared, a dozen old people, some in wheelchairs, are lined up. Abby hits a button on the boombox. It's Bruno Mars.
4: It's fun. You'll love it. Here we go. Shoulders.
0: The old, fu- the old folks pump their shoulders. Jane stands still. Come on,
4: Jane. Have some fun.
0: Jane barely moves her shoulders. It's a pathetic effort. Knees. The old folks pump their knees, and Jane barely moves.
4: You can do better. Oh, you
0: can't even see me.
4: I don't need to. Your lack of passion is like a lack of oxygen.
0: <laughs> Ouch. Jane pumps her knees a little bit. Twist. Ruth gets down. The old folks dance and laugh. Jane looks around. Happiness. Freedom. She smiles and starts to twist. Moments later, Jane dances. Mary peeks in the back. She watches. She smiles.
4: Life's nothing but a game, Jane. Just keep your
0: eye on the ball. Exterior high school, baseball diamond day. Jane approaches the fence as Freddy packs up balls and bats.
2: (laughs) Jane, what are you doing here?
0: I didn't know where else to go. He strides over to the fence.
2: Makes a man feel good when a woman comes to him in desperation.
3: I need your professional
0: advice. Exterior high school bleachers day. Freddie leans back, legs extended, lawyer face on.
2: So an ex-boyfriend is threatening to release a home video you made.
0: She nods, shrugs. Committing, but not really committing.
2: Uh, Well, you could get an injunction.
0: Jane perks up with optimism. But
2: he could still leak it.
0: She slumps defeated.
2: You could help your career. I mean, look at Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian.
3: The news business is a little different.
2: Well, I don't know about your business, but in my business, when I have bad evidence in a case that I know is eventually going to come out... Eventually, I don't wait for my opponent to use it against me. I, fronted it, I front it in my case, on my terms. Make the grand slam on a base hit.
3: I wish it were that easy. Well, it
2: is. You were a kid. You made a mistake. You know, people understand.
3: Not around here.
2: You might be surprised. JJ, for example, he had a DUI hit and run last year, and he's still running Bible study at the church.
3: He got arrested? Yeah,
2: nobody's perfect, Jane.
0: She gets up, suddenly invigorated with an idea. Thanks for the advice.
2: Well, it feels good to give it. It's been a while since anyone asked for it. So I'll see you tonight.
0: Off Jane's confused look.
2: The rehearsal dinner.
0: Jane checks her watch. Shit. Interior of Frank <laughs> and Mary's house, Grace's bedroom, Day. Jane emerges from the bathroom in a conservative, long-sleeved, knee-length dress. She comes face-to-face with Grace in a short jean skirt, tank top, cowboy boots, and a hat?
3: What are you wearing? What? what what's wrong with this?
6: <laughs> um, is it 102? You're also not 50 or a
0: school marm. Jane considers herself. Is it really that bad? Interior Moose Lodge night. A club room with a disco ball, moose heads, and a buffet. Grace and Robbie greet Western-clad guests who eat and (laughs) drink. Jane enters in in tight-ripped jeans, a cute top, and cowboy boots. She catches sight of JJ. He talks to Andrew at the bar. Not good. Jane starts in their direction, but Mary intervenes.
4: It was nice of you to take Ruth to dance today.
0: Off Jane's face. You know you can't do anything in this town without everyone knowing. Mary smiles. Andrew spots Jane. Jane. He he does a double take and waves her over. Jane turns to go, but Mary squeezes her arm. It meant a lot to her. It clearly meant a lot to Mary. Jane smiles. A moment of connection. Mary turns into the party. Bar moments later. Jane joins Andrew and JJ. Andrew motions to Jane's new look.
2: Now this is what I'm talking about.
0: Jane tugs at her shirt, trying to cover up.
3: What else are you
2: two talking about? I just learned the most surprising thing about you.
0: Jane glances at JJ in his shit-eating grin.
2: Church camp, every summer. I never knew you had it in you Oh she had it in her alright <laughs> Oh this is great Everybody loves an ugly duckling story
0: <laughs> Andrew clocks the tension hanging between Jane and JJ
2: Speaking of ducks I'm gonna hit the buffet There is a turducken A chicken Stuffed in a duck Stuffed in a turkey And deep fried Wrap that around your mind
0: <laughs> Andrew bolts for the buffet Jane's, uh, Jane's eyes pin JJ You're still on probation and you're
3: blackmailing me?
0: <laughs> he drops a smile JJ didn't
3: know she knew about that People make mistakes JJ you, me, all of us
1: That's why I want to help save you, Jane I
3: don't need to be saved I do need your help
0: Candy slides her arm through, Candy slides her arm through <coughs> Jane's like old friends
3: There you are
6: We are so overdue for some girl talk Jay, Jane.
0: Mind if I steal her? She pulls Jane away with a smile Jane goes reluctantly
6: You've been gone a while So consider this a public service announcement This town is mine
0: She stops and turns to Jane her cruel eyes defy her smile. And so is Freddie McKay. A beat. Her button catches Jane's eye. Candy Carson for Mare.
3: Oh, What's with the swag? Seriously? Everyone knows who you are. Is anyone even running against you? <laughs> don't, don't say I didn't warn
0: you, PJ. <laughs> Table later. The party's hopping, but Jane sits alone. Freddie sits down. What's with JJ? Old flame? Something like that. Jane glances at Candy dancing on a portable dance floor.
2: And you and uh, Candy, old friends?
0: She was the homecoming
3: queen. I had Bible study on Saturday nights.
2: Objection? (laughs) Non-responsive.
3: No, we weren't friends, which was obvious when she soaked slut into every window screen in my house in 10th grade. Why? Jane shrugs. I was an easy target, I guess.
0: Women are evil. Jane's eyes wander to Frank. He talks to Mary and laughs.
3: My dad spent hours the next day washing that word out. No dad should ever have
0: to see his daughter called a slut.
2: No daughter should be called a slut.
0: Robbie and Grace interject. Good night. <clears throat>
6: I'm going home. I need my bed to rest.
0: Grace hands her drink to Jane. I'll
3: come
6: with you.
0: No! Stay. Have fun. Grace hugs Jane and gives her hubba hubba eyebrows. Grace and Robbie leave mm-hmm. hand in hand. Candy shoots Jane a stink eye. You
2: want to get out of here?
0: Exterior drive through liquor store night. Freddy pulls the driver's ed car up. A clerk opens the window.
3: (laughs) Now this I like about small towns.
2: So, What do you have in the way of red wine?
0: I got a Merlot or a cab. Both eight bucks. Freddy looks to Jane for an answer. Tough decision.
3: Whichever one's not from the local winery.
0: (laughs) Interior cabin night. Jane, red wine in hand, strolls past a wall of black and white photos. She stops at one. Insert. Photo of Freddy trying a case. He commands the room. Do you miss it? All the time. Can you ever go back?
2: My suspension was over a month ago.
3: She looks over to Freddie, surprised.
2: I just, I can't stand the way they look at me. You know, like, like Mike's wife, <laughs> disappointed.
3: Why would she be disappointed? You
0: seem like a decent guy.
2: She married the man she wanted me to be. She didn't like the man I actually was.
0: This resonates with Jane. She moves to the next photo. Insert photo. Freddie and an older man. Heads, uh, Freddie and an older man talk. Heads close.
2: She wanted me to be my father best criminal defense lawyer in Chicago. It was a big disappointment to him, too.
0: Freddie takes his seat at the keyboard and starts to tinker. What happened?
2: I was representing a drug dealer on a murder charge. He told me he was guilty. I laughed about it, so... I buried evidence. To get him off. To keep him in jail.
0: Jane looks at Freddie in a new way. He looks to the photo.
2: If I thought if I, if I could be just like him, I'd be happy.
3: I thought if I could be completely unlike my mother, I'd be happy.
0: That didn't work. Either. Jane takes his seat on the bench next to Freddie.
3: You should reach out to your dad.
2: The uh, official report was a heart attack. I think he died of shame. Sorry. Uh, life's too short for sorry.
0: Freddie breaks in some impressive blues music.
3: Oh, now I see why all the girls like you.
0: <laughs> Present company excluded. He stops. Mock offended. Jane takes over. Buck. She's good.
2: Yep, doesn't matter. I'm done with romance. Every woman I've ever known lied to me. Uh, present company, excluded.
0: Women are evil? Exactly. He takes over. Elo's evil woman. She smiles. You want to see something cool? Um, exterior cornfield night. They cut through a cornfield. He navigates by flashlight.
3: Have you ever seen Children of the
0: Corn? <laughs> they emerge from the cornfield into a clearing. A million fireflies light up the clearing. It's beautiful. Her awe morphs to discomfort <laughs> as the bugs start to land on her. She shooes them off. More bugs. She gets, adi- she gets agitated. She jumps around to shake them off and dashes at her hair. Freddy grabs her hand and pulls her back into the cornfield. Exterior cabin moments later. Jane shoots out of the cornfield. She shakes off with the eebie-jeebies of a million (laughs) bugs. Freddy roars with laughter. Not a bug person. (laughs) No kidding. He catches his breath, laughing as they walk up the stairs.
2: Uh, That did not turn out as romantic as I thought it would.
0: I thought you were done with romance. They reach the top. I am. He turns and looks right at her, his laughter fading. Uh, It was. They're close enough to kiss. She hesitates.
3: It's been a really long time. Since? Since anything.
2: Like anything? Anything. (laughs) How long are we talking?
0: Ten years. He's dumbfounded. How is that possible? He smiles.
2: Uh, Luckily, I'm good under pressure.
0: (laughs) He moves in, smooth and confident, and kisses her. She responds like it's been ten years. (laughs) Interior of Frank and Mary's house, Grace's bedroom, (laughs) night. Jane slips into bed like a ninja. Grace stirs and snuggles next to Jane. Jane looks at her baby sister.
3: I'm sorry I left you. Mm, It didn't hurt that you left, just that you didn't come back. Well, imagine you're in a room that smells bad. And at first, you can't stand it, but the longer you stay, the less you can smell it. Until eventually, you can't smell it at all. But you know that if you left that room and you came back in, you'd be hit with that smell all over again. and So you just don't leave the room. My room smells <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this, Grace? Decisions you make now, they, they impact the rest of your life I love them And our baby
0: I just
6: don't want to embarrass Mom
0: Jane gets it She snuggles next to Grace and closes her eyes Jane mm-hmm. Will you be my maid of honor? <coughs> Jane opens her eyes, smiles, then closes them Peace Interior. Frank and Mary's house. Grace's bedroom. Day. Jane opens her eyes. Grace is gone. Laughter comes from the living room. Moments later, Grace stands in her wedding dress. Mary kneels at her feet and pins in her mouth. Mary kneels at her feet, pins in her mouth. Brett's camera is trained on Grace.
6: Oh, she hated the ribbons. Mom kept trying to put them in, and she kept tearing them out. When she was twelve. She wanted a push-up bra.
4: She refused to be a lady. You're kind of lady. They turn, surprised to see Jane leaning in the doorframe. There's only one kind.
0: You either are or you aren't. So what do you think? Grace spins. Jane smiles and plops on the couch.
3: You look
1: beautiful. You are kind of glowing.
0: Grace shoots Brett a look. Mary looks up at Grace.
1: Hey, uh, what happened to you last night? If you keep disappearing, you're going to get me fired. Sorry, I
3: ducked out with a friend. Who? Fred McKay? <laughs> Hearts
6: are broken all over Paris this morning.
4: You left with Fred in front of JJ? You know, he still carries a torch for you, that poor boy.
3: He's no victim, Mom. Trust me.
4: Another example of your reckless actions hurting good people. Oh, (laughs) come
3: on, guys. It's my wedding day. I'm I'm sorry I moved to L.A. I'm I'm sorry I moved in with Clay. I'm sorry I didn't come back here and marry JJ and teach kindergarten. I'm sorry I wasn't the perfect daughter you wanted me to be.
0: Brett trains his camera on Jane and she doesn't notice. Grace
3: isn't perfect either, you know. Hey. I'm an
6: a la carte Catholic. You Leave me out of this. Was
4: it so bad here? Was, Was I that
3: awful of a mother? You weren't awful, Mom. You were inflexible. I couldn't breathe under your rules and your expectations.
0: Her hands slide across the plastic couch.
3: I couldn't live a life covered in plastic anymore.
0: Jane flails her arms, sweeping the Virgin Mary statue off the coffee table. Mary runs to it. She stoops over it like a fallen soldier. The head is severed from the body. Mom, I'm sorry. You should be. You break things, Jane Mary takes a look at the broken pieces and dumps them in the garbage Jane looks to Brett He lowers the camera She looks to Grace See what I have to deal with? Today isn't actually about you Grace retreats to a room and slams the door Exterior Frank and Mary's house, backyard day Tables covered in red, white, and blue tablecloths Buckets of sand with candles candles set on top Frank smokes a pipe and sets up fans Jane storms past He looks to the house Uh Uh-oh Exterior high school bleachers day. Jane slumps in the stands, still in her PJs. She watches track practice. Kids run round and round in circles. Andrew spots her, climbs up, and takes a seat next to her.
3: It's not a good look for the wedding. I'm not going to the wedding.
2: Isn't that the point of being here?
3: I don't know the point of being here. I don't fit in, in this town, in my family, in my life. He squirms.
0: He's not very good at emotion. He examines the
2: grounds. (sighs) I hated high school. I spent my weekends at the science camp to avoid getting beat up. My best friend was my pet turtle. And I was always jealous of how he could just crawl in that shell and just hide from the world.
0: He looks at her. He's not making progress, so he changes gears.
2: My first sexual experience was at 24.
0: Now he has her attention. Where's he going with this?
2: And she laughed afterwards. Laughed in my face.
0: But you're so... You.
2: My real name is Andrew McFarty.
5: Off her face. Yes,
2: McFarty. I changed it to Fortune when I was 25 and I never looked back. We all evolved, Jane. Who cares who you were? Who do you want to be?
0: Interior, beauty salon, day. Jane stares into the mirror. A stylist hands her a magazine. Jane looks down as the stylist fluffs her long brown locks. Insert a sexy, confident Miley Cyrus adorning the cover with the (laughs) caption, I won't apologize for being me. (laughs) So what are we doing today? Jane revisits her reflection. Interior, church, ante-room, day. Grace, a sublime bride, stands close to a tuxedo-clad Frank. Oh, what if she doesn't come?
2: I have a little faith.
0: Grace's attention drifts behind Frank. Wow. Frank turns. Jane sports a blonde dew in the tight red dress. She glistens from the heat, and she's super sexy.
2: Jane. Uh, wow.
5: Um. <laughs> Brett, Fielding
0: looks around the camera. His jaw drops. Mary and Jane swap stares. Neither makes a move.
5: Did I miss anything? The attention is diverted to
0: Michael. He breezes in. Michael, you made it! He lifts his foot to show off a rhinestone-studded cowboy boot under his designer tux. <laughs> Too much. Grace smiles. She loves it. Michael spots Jane. Jane, is, is that you under there? He gives her a kiss on the cheek. Bounce, go, wow wow Jane <laughs> shoots eye darts. He smiles, turns, shakes Frank's hand.
5: Good to see you, Michael.
0: Mikey. Mary opens her arms. He wraps her in a big bear hug.
5: Aunt Mary.
4: Did you bring a date?
5: Was I allowed to?
4: (laughs) fun. There's uh, someone I want to introduce you
0: to. Mary takes Michael by the arm. Frank claps his hands. Let's get this show on the road! Interior Church Cathedral moments later. Jane walks down the aisle. In a series of shots, Andrew nods at Jane in an approval as Brett videos Jane. Michael covers his eyes in mock horror. Mary looks on, stoic as Jane passes. Guests whisper as Jane passes. She holds her head high. Freddie smiles at Jane. She can't help but smile back. Candy clocks this with jealousy. Ruth to Freddy's side listens to the music, eyes closed. Candy smirks at Jane. Jane's smile fades. Father Wayne waits with Robbie and JJ at the altar. They both sport Stetsons. JJ raises his eyebrows at the sexy Jane. Jane takes her place on the other side of Father Wayne. The door opens. The bride. Robbie's face is pure joy. Interior church altar later. Father Wayne stands between Grace and Robbie.
5: The church has a lot of rules. Society has a lot of rules. And being human and young, well, it's hard to keep in line with all of them all of the time. He winks at them. But the basic rules, love, compassion, forgiveness, Grace and Robbie have followed these rules without exception all their lives. And it brings me great joy to announce them as husband and wife. Robbie smiles at Grace. Father Wayne nudges him. It's a little late to be shy now.
0: (laughs) Robbie kisses Grace and everyone claps and whistles. Interior of Frank and Mary's house, Grace's bedroom night. Grace leans over the toilet. Jane holds her dress and hair. Better? Grace nods as she stands. Jane hands Grace a breath mint. <clears throat> you told Father Wayne
6: about the baby? Well, I had to. I was in confession.
0: Jane hands Grace lipstick. Grace applies it in the mirror.
6: Good news, though. He thinks it's highly unlikely we'll burn in hell. <laughs> she turns and looks at Jane, full of good humor. What about Mom? Oh, God, I can handle. Mom's a whole different ball game. <laughs> Just keep drinking my champagne.
0: (laughs) Exterior of Frank and Mary's house, backyard night. Reception in full swing. Music plays, booze flows, guests mingle. Jane slides up to JJ at a hay bale bar.
1: What's the new look?
0: Feels
3: more like me.
1: I liked you more the other way.
0: I know.
3: You love the woman you want me to be, not the woman I am. He focuses on his beer. I'm sorry about what I said. I was just scared. You've never been anything but good to
0: me. She slides over a check for $10,000.
3: It's a fair offer for the film, or you can post them to Facebook. Either way, it's totally up to you.
0: JJ looks at the check, a beep, and he slides it back.
1: Like I said, the farm's doing well. You can keep your money. He
0: meets her eyes.
1: And your secret.
0: She lets out the breath she's been holding in for days. Thank you,
1: JJ. Just trying to do what Jesus would do. <laughs> he
0: tips his steps in and, retreats, and retreats to the dance floor. Jay and is Frank leaving the house with a garbage bag. Exterior, Frank and Mary's house Alley, moments later Frank watches a baseball game on his phone Who's winning Frank looks up, startled He relaxes when he sees Jane
2: Uh, Cubs, but still time
0: You never give up hope, do you? He looks directly at Jane, smiles and shakes his head Nope Anyone seen Frank? Busted He slips his phone in his pocket, squeezes her arm and returns to the party Jane eyeballs the dumpster Moments later, Jane opens the dumpster She pushes on her tiptoes and looks inside A single bag She can't reach it, so she looks around. Moments later, Jane steps on a box and reaches in. She still can't reach it. She looks around. There's no other option. She climbs in. Moments later, Jane stands in the dumpster. She opens the bag. The Virgin Mary pieces rest on top. She plucks them out.
1: What are you doing in there?
0: It's Brett. Jane looks up, startled. Brett is peering over the edge. I need to fix something. She starts to crawl out, but it's tricky with the Virgin Mary pieces. Brett reaches a hand in.
1: <coughs> need some help?
0: Interior Frank and Mary's house, Grace's bedroom night. Jane sits at Grace's desk and glues the pieces together. A picture of Jane, 14, holding baby Grace is taped to the back of the desk. Distracted by the photo, Jane cuts herself. Moments later, Jane glues the last piece. She wipes away a smear of blood. Interior Frank and Mary's house, living room, moments later. Jane places the Virgin Mary on the coffee table. She turns it just so. It's not perfect, but it ain't bad. Exterior Frank and Mary's house backyard night. Jane sits on the back stoop. Grace floats by and swaps her full champagne glass with Jane's empty one. You're
6: getting me drunk. Well, it's a party. What's the worst that's going to happen?
0: Freddy
3: plops down next to Jane. It's with the hair. You don't like it?
2: Well, in my experience, women change their hair color at times emotional instability. Should I be concerned?
3: Depends on what you find concerning. Jane catches the sight of... Ruth holding
0: court at her table. Whoa.
3: Uh, how do you know Ruth?
0: Uh, she's my great grandmother. Jane snaps her head back to Freddie in surprise, then back to Ruth. Does she have dementia? He throws his head back and roars with laughter. <laughs> Jane balks.
2: <laughs> she's one of the sharpest women I know.
3: She told me she slept with JFK and FDR. And
2: she probably did. She's one of the first women at Harvard's medical school until she got kicked out for fraternizing. And she was one of the first women in Congress. Time magazine named her one of the most influential women of the 20th century in, in 1966. She didn't let anything hold her back.
0: Jane looks at Ruth with fresh eyes.
3: How'd she end up here?
2: She was born here. She wanted to come back to her roots. When my life went down the drain, she thought it might be good for me, too.
0: A buzzed <clears> Andrew <throat> intrudes.
2: Your sister married Robert Roberts. Out of all the names in the world, his parents could only think of one. And then plural it.
3: Ugh, if all you're going to do is complain about Paris, and go back <laughs> to L.A. This is my
0: home, Andrew. Freddie looks at Jane in a new way. Andrew eyeballs her.
2: That's good. I love the grit.
0: Can you say it again on camera? Andrew motions Brett over. Now let's get Jane and uh... He looks at Freddy.
2: Freddy. Old boyfriend? A uh, new boyfriend. Uh, not really Jane's thing. Or mine. <laughs> People change.
0: Brett arrives and trains his camera on Jane. Via Brett's camera, close up on Jane. Tell us how you've changed, Jane. She looks into the camera. She starts to answer. Mic tap.
6: Oh, Can we have everyone's attention?
0: Brett lowers the camera. Grace and Robbie, hands clasped, face their guests as J.J. Ress sets up a projector screen behind them. We just want to say thanks for being here, especially my big sister Jane. Jane and Grace swap smiles.
5: To show you all what you mean to us, we put together a little slideshow. Hope you like it. J.J. nods to the back.
0: The screen lights up in a beat, and porn music plays. Mm -hmm. Guests look around, confused. Jane's face contorts. She looks at the projector operator. Candy. She looks back at the screen with dread. Oh, shit. Via projector screen. Interior makeshift newsroom night. Jane, 20. A, bo- a blonde bombshell. Farrah faraway in a tight skirt suit. Saunters over to Clay, 22. She leans over an old desk stage to look like a news desk. Her boobs spill out.
3: Let's do the news.
0: <laughs> she slides off her jacket. She unbuttons her blouse. Just before, Farah is exposed. Pre-lap. Crash. Back to the backyard. The screen is black. Everyone looks back. Mary stands cool as a cucumber over a broken projector on the ground.
4: We're having some technical difficulties with the slideshow.
0: (laughs) Everyone turns to Jane. A fan rotates. In slow-mo, it blows her hair and dress. She is Farrah Farrah and there's no denying it. She steps out of the wind and looks to JJ. He puts his hand up. Not me. She looks to Freddy, and he looks away. That's what you left us for? Jane turns. She's face-to-face with a shocked Grace. Candy waltzes over to Freddy with a vindictive smile.
3: Grace... I'm sorry, I Farrah faraway.
6: Once I heard the name, it didn't take long to put two and two together. To Freddy. You should see the other gems I found online. Back to Jane. Your makeup looked
0: amazing in Melons, by the way.
3: You were a bully then and you're a bully now. And you're a
0: porn star. Jane looks around. Judgment. Shock. This is the nightmare. I did warn you. Tears form as Jane eyes as Jane's eyes fall on Michael. <clears throat> He lifts up a sand bucket from the table. She shakes her head. He nods. (laughs) Jane takes a deep breath and slams the rest of her champagne.
3: Okay, uh, so I did a little porn.
0: A collective whisper. Can
3: you do a little porn? (laughs)
0: Does,
3: Does that make me a bad person, a bad Christian? Are you all so confident in your own morality?
0: She looks around, gaining confidence. You do drugs. Robbie and JJ swap a glance. You drive drunk. JJ drops his gaze to the ground.
3: You blackmail and humiliate people.
0: Jane looks straight at Candy. Candy looks away. And
3: I'm pretty sure everyone in here has had premarital sex.
0: Grace and Robbie exchange looks. Jane looks at Father Wayne.
3: Except maybe you.
0: (laughs) Jane looks to Mary. She stands still as a statue.
3: You know what the Bible says? Do not judge or you too will be judged. Matthew 7-1.
0: Jane looks to Frank. He casts his eyes down. Jane flinches. Exterior of Frank and Mary's house front yard flashback. A younger Frank stands on the ladder scrubbing slut from a window screen. All of the screens are similarly soaked. Back to the backyard. Jane's face falls. All confidence is lost. Robbie, the music. Robbie scurries to the stereo. The music starts up again. Outside. Now. Exterior Frank and Mary's house, front yard, night. Andrew faces Jane, arms crossed, face tight, Brett behind him.
2: It's ironic, really. (laughs) You're out of the business, and yet you totally screwed me. How can you not tell me you were a porn star?
3: I wasn't a star, exactly.
2: I I like you, Jane, but I can't work with you. You know that. He shrugs. Sorry. Okay. I, I don't make the rules.
0: Andrew and Brett get in the van. Brett shoots Jane an apologetic look off the, before the van takes off. Jane turns to find Freddy waiting behind her.
2: You said you made a home video with your old boyfriend.
3: That's not untrue.
2: It's not the whole truth either.
0: And how would that have
3: gone, Freddy? I really like you and really connecting. And by the way, I did porn. Would you have looked at me differently than you just did in there?
0: Guess we'll never know. He moves past her towards his car. At
3: least I had the courage to try to move on with my life. I didn't just give up and waste my talent. He
0: pauses at his car do- he t- pauses at his car door and turns back. Goodbye, Jane. He gets in the car, slams the door and speeds away. Jane turns back to the house and dance music comes from the inside. <clears throat> Interior Frank and Mary's house living room moments later. Mary sits on the couch. She studies the Virgin Mary. Jane looks at her mom, her eyes beg for forgiveness.
3: I tried to fix
0: it. Mary runs her thumb along the crack around the neck.
4: It won't ever be the same again.
0: Jane turns towards the music and laughter coming from the outside. She can't go back out there. She walks out the front door. Interior exterior Jane's rental car night. Jane drives out of Paris the same way she came in. Fireworks pop in town behind her. She looks in the rearview mirror. The city limits sign <clears throat> the city limit sign grows smaller and smaller. Prelap the popping of fireworks morphs into knocking. Interior LA Jane's apartment living room day Jane cramps out of her couch in a Wonder Woman t-shirt She watches Frances- Francesca and Maxwell anchor the KVLA morning news Knock She hauls herself up and opens the door and it's Michael You are not answering your phone
3: Work phone, no job, no phone
0: He holds up a DVD Wanna watch a
5: movie? It's PG Moments later, Jane collapses on the couch as he pops the DVD in the player Brett asked me to give this to you
3: The cameraman?
5: Mary introduced us at the wedding He glows, she smiles <laughs> for the first time Curled toes, religious revival, the meaning of life. I had to go 2,000 miles to find something that was right here the whole time. Go figure. He sits down next to Jane and clocks her t-shirt. He softens. You know, for a woman's liber, you're not taking a very liberal view of yourself. She throws herself back on the couch and he pulls her up. I grew up gay in southern Indiana in the 80s. I know something about judgment, Jane. Once you accept who you are, they will too. You said my mom introduced you? (laughs) (laughs) She's trying very hard to be more progressive.
1: Tell me about Jane.
0: Jane looks over to the television where Brett speaks. Michael slips out. Interior CrossFit gym juice bar day. Via the camera. Candy's at work. She dumps fruits and vegetables into a blender.
6: I'm not proud of what I did to her. It's just she had everything growing up. She was smart. A great athlete. She had a boyfriend who loved her a family who cared about her, who had money. I mean, I didn't have any of those things. She glances at she glances at someone off camera and recalibrates. But I'm making amends, not excuses. Jesus teaches us to love and forgive
0: everyone. I'm starting with myself. Interior Robbie's house, kitchen day, <laughs> via the camera. Grace fills out college forms at the table. I hope she can forgive
6: me. For not at least trying to understand i was in shock but i guess it makes sense in a weird way her hand wanders to her belly i just wanted to know that it doesn't have to be that life or this life
0: it can be both interior crossfit gym day via the camera jj lifts weights he shows off for the camera
1: yeah at the end of the day i had to break it off with jane you can't save someone who doesn't want to be saved right
0: Interior, Robbie's house, living room, day, via the camera. Robbie stoops over a computer. He looks up, surprised. JJ said he broke it off? <laughs> Grace scoffs as she drops the sandwich <laughs> off for Robbie. Interior, CrossFit room, day, via the camera. JJ, sweaty, sucks down a green juice. Candy hangs out behind the juice bar.
1: It didn't really matter who dumped who. It was a long time ago. We've all moved on.
0: Candy smiles at JJ. Exterior, high school, gym, day, via the camera. Freddie walks out, a gym bag flung over his shoulder. I uh, barely knew her. The camera keeps pace with him. He can't ignore it, so he stops.
2: Fine. What do I think about Jane? Well, at first, she was so serious, but then she was funny and easy to be around. We were kind of, I, yeah, I don't know, a kindred in a way. But then there's the, uh, the thing, the, the lies. So, you see, I don't really know her at
1: all, do I? So how does it feel to have never made a mistake?
0: This catches Freddy off guard. Pre-lap booing. Exterior of Frank and Mary's house backyard day via the camera. Frank smokes a pipe. He watches a baseball game on his phone and the crowd boos from his phone.
2: No, I'm not mad. Surprised, but uh, not mad. The darnest thing about kids, they grow up and they get their own lives. She follows the beat of her own drum. Always has.
0: A crack and then the roar from a phone. Well, what do you know?
2: Cards win.
0: No sweep this series. Exterior Frank and Mary's house, garden day, via the camera. Mary harvests tomatoes from her garden.
4: Was he smoking his pipe? He thinks I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm sure he said he's not mad. He doesn't take anything personally. We're we're different that way. It really hurt me the way she ran away.
0: From Paris? She stops harvesting she stops harvesting and looks up at the camera. From
4: me when When she was six, I told her not to jump in the pile of leaves. They were smoldering underneath, but she jumped anyway. Had to see for herself. Nearly lost her legs. That's how she's always been. She can't be told the fire is there. She has to feel it for herself.
0: Interior, extended sunset, Ruth's room, day, via the camera. Ruth finishes knitting a pair of green
1: booties. What do you think about Jane's metamorphosis from Girl Scout to Porn Star? Mm.
4: Do you know Betty Rollin? Famous news correspondent, author... Never mind. Anyway, she said, If you scratch most feminists, underneath, there's a woman who longs to be a sex object. The difference is, that's not all she wants to be.
1: I'm not sure I follow. Jane
4: didn't change from a Girl Scout to a porn star. She's a Girl Scout and a porn star.
0: (laughs) Interior LA Jane's apartment, living room day. Jane pauses the video on Ruth's face. A face you can trust here Clay's house, patio day. Jane sits by the pool, feet in. Clay joins her with two bowls of ice cream.
1: He sprays canned whipped cream into the bowls. When we came out here, you were a mouse. You had zero self-confidence. When I put you on camera, you never felt so sexy or relevant in your whole sheltered life.
0: Your point?
1: Would you be who you are today if you hadn't taken this path?
0: People won't understand that. He sprays whipped cream from the can directly into his mouth.
1: <laughs> Screw other people. I mean... Not literally, but that's what got you in trouble, right? But just, you know, who gives a shit what other people think, okay? Go get what you want.
0: She looks at him and smiles. He's a good guy. She shovels a huge bite of ice cream into her mouth, and it's amazing. Interior Michael's office day. Jay makes a beeline for the buckets. She dumps Andrew's contract in the Learn From bucket and plays NDA in the Enjoy bucket. She turns to Michael. There. Jay notices the patient. Miley Cyrus. The the women smile at each other. Uh, We need to stick together kind of smile. Interior Andrew's office day. Jane barges in. Andrew yanks his feet off the desk.
3: You do make the rules. Jane? You said you don't make the rules, but you do. You're the boss, so make new rules. I can't change
2: how people feel. Men won't take you seriously, and women won't like you.
3: So it's okay to make me look like a sex object just so long as I don't act like one?
2: I'd love it when you get like this.
3: Like what? Feisty. Public service announcement, it's insulting to call a woman feisty just because she speaks her mind. Do you know what they call a man who speaks his mind? He shrugs. A man. You think that much has changed since the 1950s? When I look like, what I look like is still more important than what I say, and if I embrace my sexuality, I'm a
0: slut. And if I ignore it, I'm a prude. You think men have these problems? They don't. Andrew takes Jane's words to heart. His eyes fall on the picture of his daughter's. Jane spots the Emmy behind Andrew.
3: You're a great producer. I'm a great newscaster.
0: Find me another job, Andrew. She struts out, head held high to Aretha Franklin's respect. Interior Frank and Mary's house, living room, day. Jane looks around. It's quiet. Something's different. The couch. She runs over. She runs a hand over the back. No plastic. She sits. She looks up at the Virgin Mary on the coffee table. She picks it up. Lace is wrapped around the neck to cover the break.
2: I knew you'd come back.
0: She turns. Frank runs a hand along the couch and walks over.
2: It's better this way, don't you think?
0: Daddy,
3: I'm so sorry. It's 10th grade all over oh, again.
2: No, no, you don't owe me an apology. But was it my fault somehow?
0: No. It had nothing to do with you. She thinks about it. How do you explain this to your father?
3: Desire was like a drug I'd never tried. He thinks about this as he takes
0: a seat next to her.
2: Uh, well, I can't say uh, I love the idea of you well you know <clears throat> but no matter what, I'm always on your side.
0: She looks out the window, Mary kneels in the garden. Really stepped in it this time, didn't I?
2: Nah, I've cleaned shit up your shoes before, kid. <laughs> Come on.
0: Exterior Frank and Mary's house backyard moments later. Frank clasps Jane's hand as they walk toward the garden.
2: Her father was a Baptist minister. Mean SOB. Taught her the, the Bible taught her with the Bible at the back of his hand. Jane looks to Frank in surprise. She didn't know that. When she joined the Catholic Church to marry me, he disowned her. But she never stoned, disowned what he taught her. She's a good woman, Jane. Once you're where she's coming from, I think the two will be just fine.
0: They arrive at the garden. Mary pulls weeds and drops them into a basket. She turns and sees Jane. Neither are sure quite where to begin. So Frank recedes.
3: I must be the talk of the town.
4: Father Wayne quoted Titus
3: today.
0: Mary resumes her work. Jane wades in and joins her.
3: Malign no one. Be peaceable. Gentle. Show consideration for all men. Something like that. Maybe you're a good Christian after all. I still don't know what that means, Mom. I'm just trying to be a good person. Can't that be enough?
0: Mary stops and faces Jane.
3: I don't understand your life.
4: But I don't want to be left out of it anymore, either.
0: You're easier on grace...
4: I'd already driven one daughter away. I couldn't lose the other one, too.
3: I'm sorry I didn't tell you.
4: I'm sorry you felt like you couldn't.
0: A moment of connection, but then...
4: I mean, I don't want to hear details or anything.
0: <laughs> of course
4: not. <laughs> you can talk to Ruth about that. That woman has some stories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Interior, extended sunset, Ruth's room. Day. Jane sits by Ruth, feet propped up. She's been here a while. She holds the Fifty Shades of Grey book in her lap. Ruth takes a nip of scotch and hands it to Jane. Jane drinks. She's surprised. It's not as bad as she thought it'd be.
3: What now?
4: Now <laughs> we read the second one.
0: There's more? <laughs> There's three.
4: So I gotta little t- live a little longer. <laughs> Speaking of, you're coming to my party tonight, right? I don't think Freddie wants me there. Do you want to keep worrying about what other people think, or do you want to start focusing on what you think?
0: Exterior high school baseball diamond day. Freddie dumps baseballs by home plate. One falls and rolls towards Jane, along with Freddie's attention. Jane picks it up. Dylan and a group of boys in gym clothes walk up. They stop short when they see Jane, like they just saw an alien.
1: Sorry, Coach. Uh, Didn't realize she was helping you with your balls. They giggle. On the field.
0: Now... The boys run off and take their positions. Think they Googled me? Without a doubt. Did you? He takes the ball from her and faces the boys, noncommittal.
3: <laughs> you want the truth? The whole truth and nothing but the truth? When I was 20, I met Clay. and He was a film student, and he saw something in me that no one had ever seen. You guys ready? So I followed him to L.A., Sounded exciting. For one year, I became fair faraway.
0: Crack. Freddie hits a pop-up to center field, and Dylan misses it. It was
3: the first taboo thing I'd ever done, and it made me feel alive and pretty and powerful.
0: Until it didn't. He eyes Jane as he picks up another ball.
3: So I left Clay. I went back to school to be a writer. Took a job with a news show in Fresno. One week, the studio got the flu, the whole studio. Except me, so I filled in. And I kept filling
0: in. He turns back to the field and prepares to hit another ball.
3: What I mean is I, I didn't plan to put myself in this position. It just happened. I lied about my past so that I could have a future.
0: Crack. Freddy hits another pop-up to center field.
3: Ironically, that lie cost me
0: a future, and I didn't even know that I wanted. Dylan catches the ball. He does a happy dance. That's it! Now you got it! Jane sees that this is a lost cause. She turns to go.
2: I'm, I'm sorry.
0: She turns back. Freddie looks right at her.
2: About how I reacted. I'd like to think I'm more open-minded than
0: that. thought you didn't apologize.
2: Maybe life's too short not to apologize.
0: He takes a step towards her.
2: I applied for reinstatement. Thought I might stick around for a while. Criminal elements here are a little less seedy here. Just your run-of-the-mill DUIs and blackmail.
0: <laughs> the hint of a smile, and she smiles back. That's great news.
2: I just have one question.
0: She braces herself for a why-did-you-do-it Question.
2: You like birthday parties?
0: <laughs> Interior extended sunset dining room night. Streamers, balloons, and a happy birthday banner. Ruth, Grace, Robbie, Frank, Mary, Father Wayne, and Abby sit in a cafeteria table. They turn when Freddie and Jane walk in. Jane? Freddie takes a, Freddie takes a seat by Ruth. Jane squeezes in between Mary and Grace. Grace throws her arms around her sister.
3: I'm sorry I ruined your wedding. Are you kidding?
6: It was the event of the century down here. I'm just sorry I didn't defend you. You deserve some time to process. Well, if it makes you feel better, Candy Carson's not going anywhere in local politics. Why? What happened? Well, as it turns out, you're not the only one with compromising images floating around.
5: When everyone Googled you, they started Googling everyone else from high school. Mm-hmm. Turns out Candy took some photos with the football team. Wearing nothing but her homecoming ground. Seriously? <laughs> Don't worry, her new boyfriend has seen to it that she's born again. Oh.
3: JJ... actually They're actually kind of cute It's official then The past is the past
0: (laughs) Grace
5: smiles, Father Wayne leans across Mary to Jane People said all kinds of horrible things About Mary Magdalene, you know And she was Jesus' favorite (laughs) Come by, hit the reset button Let let God blow your mind (laughs) He holds out a fist and she looks at it Really?
0: And then she fist bumps it He blows it up
4: I'm a hundred years old, probably better to eat
3: sooner than later
0: (laughs) They all clasp hands
3: Can I say the prayer?
0: Mary, surprise, looks to Father Wayne, and he nods. Jane clears her throat, and she closes her eyes. Dear God, thank you for this day, and one more chance to get it right. Mary peeks one eye open to peer at Jane. Yep, she's serious. Mary smiles and bows her head. Give us the courage to be honest,
3: the strength to accept our differences, and the patience to mend what we've broken. Amen. Amen. Amen.
4: Did I ever tell you about the time I had a threesome with Clark Gable and Betty Davis? Grand. <laughs> After the 1952 Oscars. Who are you? Oh, I've been a lot of things, Jane. I try not to associate myself with anyone in particular.
0: Ruth winks at Jane. Mary leans across Jane to Grace.
4: Grace, eat your carrots. They're good for the
0: baby's eyes. Jane's eyes ping-pong from Mary to Grace. Surprise. Mom knows? Well, she's known the whole time.
6: Ruth's been knitting booties for weeks. It was hardly a secret.
0: Grace holds up her adorable green booties.
6: I promise uh, you'll visit and mo- visit us in Mountain View? California? Well, Robbie got a job at Google.
0: Robbie leans in, a co-conspirator.
5: I'll have ways to get those videos off the web. Just say the word. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and I applied to the journalism school out there. I figured I could be a mom and a wife and a journalist.
4: We'll have an extra room if you want to stay for a little while.
0: Jane glances at Freddie. A huge cake rolls in with a happy 100th birthday on it. Good lord.
4: We
2: can't eat all that.
4: Oh, that's not for you, Frank. That's for me.
0: Let's get it on erupts from the cake. A young male stripper (laughs) pops out of the cake. He dances with Ruth and she loves it.
4: As long as you're alive, there's still a chance.
0: (laughs) Freddy slides down the cafeteria table opposite Jane. What
2: are you doing this weekend?
0: Let's get it on continues to play over exterior location vague day. Close up on Jane and Freddie. They're close enough to kiss.
2: You're sure you're ready? Yes We can wait
0: I've waited long enough A cell phone rings She glances down Then back up at Freddy
2: You're not gonna take that now Are you?
0: It's Andrew Fortune He sighs Get it She pulls the phone To her ear Jane Wilson Interior Andrew's office Day Andrew props his feet On his desk squeezes his stress ball Jane?
2: Andrew Fortune I'm working on a new show Politicians, celebrities, criminals, real people. When they screw up, we bring them on, do some plain talk about what they did, why they did what they did, let them make the case for a second chance. I'm calling it
0: Plain Jane, and you're hosting it. Exterior location vague day. Jane looks at Freddie and smiles. He motions for her to hurry up.
3: I'm in the middle of something, Andrew. Uh, Let me think about it.
0: She hangs up the phone, looks up at Freddie, and bites her lip. Nervous? Yes. Pan out. Exterior bridge day. Freddie and Jane stand on the bridge in bungee jump gear. The sign reads, Indianapolis bungee, jump into your life. She tosses her phone to the technician. She smiles and she jumps. Fade out. Credits over interior news studio night. A close up on Jane.
4: Now we're talking. Pan
0: out. Debbie completes Jane's makeup. She's sexy and professional. Mm-hmm. Plain Jane, episode one, is back in three, two, one. One. Debbie ducks out of frame. Jane faces the camera.
3: Welcome back to Plain Jane. Tonight we're talking to Ronald (laughs) Ray.
0: She turns. Ronald sits across
1: from her, ego deflated.
3: Mr. Ray, you withdrew from the presidential race after sending revealing (laughs) photos to a staffer.
1: Uh, we all make mistakes. Uh, I'm owning mine. Uh, I'm just asking the American people for a second chance.
0: That's what we're here for. Let's talk about family values. She smiles. She knows exactly who she is now. The end. Yeah. yeah! Woo! Woo! Oh, this is such a beautifully written script, Keeley, and I can't yeah. wait to talk about it. I think I want to start by asking what your kind of relationship with romantic comedies is. <laughs>
7: um, I love romantic comedies. I always have. Um, I think um, everybody wants to walk out of a movie feeling... Good. At least you, I do. Sorry. Can you start that thought? Yeah, I sure. want to make sure you're on
0: mic just for that. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, that you said sounds you better love romantic now. Comedies, right? I love
7: romantic comedies. I always have. <coughs> um, I think it's a nice way to um, detach from the hard parts of everyday life and to sort of feel good. And I like to. Um, explore ideas of love and heartache and the Mm -hmm. balance of that, because I think that's something that everyone can relate to, and I certainly relate to.
0: Yeah, the thing that's interesting to me, though, is we talked about this a bit at the top, but, like, some rom-coms just feel so run-of-the-mill. And the thing I like about rom-coms is there's always this, like, loose sense of comfort, food, and familiarity, and warmth, and, like, nostalgia almost. Mm -hmm. But a great romantic comedy has, like, an X factor that makes it worth producing and worth watching. And this script so has that X factor do you know, can you point to what that is that makes this script stand out as a romantic comedy?
7: Well, I wanted to write a role for um, a, a woman lead that was a strong lead female character because I think we are a little light on those in uh, Hollywood today. And mm-hmm. I and I really wanted to approach this film uh, from that perspective. Uh, what do I think of as a strong woman? And it's not just a woman that has it all together. I think it's a woman that's trying to get it all together and to navigate gender issues and career Mm -hmm. and family and balance all of that and especially in light of what's going on I think politically right now I wrote this film last fall Mm -hmm. when um, there was a lot going on leading up to the election and there were many comments without getting too political from Mm. one of the presidential candidates who's now (laughs) our president and some back and forth with Megyn Kelly and this sort of idea of how women are treated in this um, context of Being smart and being sexy and I thought, well, I love romantic comedy, but I'd love to explore that theme inside the construct of a romantic comedy and sort of take it to a deeper level Mm -hmm. and make it mean a little bit more, make it mean more into women, but also make it mean something to men, you know, Mm -hmm. where it could be a conversation afterwards of Mm. how are we all, you know, in this together and how can we make it better?
0: Well, I think you nailed it. And what I like about this script is it's as much a romantic comedy as it is a coming-of-age story. Yeah. And I think it's really important in romantic comedies that the lead character makes a realization about themselves before they can make a realization about love, which actually not only happens with Jane, but what happens with really all the characters in this script... This, like, script is a masterclass in, like, a well-structured feature.
7: Thank you. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Absolutely. drafts? Can we talk about... Sure.
0: How many... First of all, how many features have you written?
7: Um, I've written three. Okay. Um, but this was my first. What? <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> you need like, to... That's not fair. Like, you need to... Okay, this is your first feature.
7: This was my first feature. Um. Can yeah. We, the, do you know, like, what draft this would be for you, or... Um, I would say it probably went through about six drafts. Okay. Um, Like, full rewrite drafts. So, yeah. you know, I did the first one... The, You know, the vomit draft, as we all (laughs) like to call it, right? You know, where it's like I I have sort of this seed, this inkling of an idea. Get through it. Yeah. And then I solidly rewrote it twice, getting kind of feedback from colleagues and um, people, other writers, people I admire, my mother, who's always my first reader Uh and everything, and um, got it into pretty good form. And then I kind of went back through it, I think probably two or three more times, trying to layer in thematically what I wanted to say and Hmm. sort of tie up the details and get to the real. Um, not of the message.
0: Yeah, well, it works so beautifully, and it's just—I I mentioned it already, but there's something even about reading a rom com that makes them feel so ready to shoot. Like there's—it just this already feels like a movie, and I'm—I'm mm-hmm. I'm so excited to hopefully see it get made. <laughs>
7: Me too. <laughs> um,
0: along those lines, it's like such a strong log line. Um, I—it feels like the kind of thing where you pitch the log line and it sells. Um, what inspired this log line specifically?
7: Um, Yeah, okay. So I I think I sort of touched on it last Mm -hmm. fall when I was um, kind of in the midst of all the political craziness and I just felt uh, really angry about a lot of stuff that was happening and I wanted to explore that. And I started thinking about... Um, this dichotomy for women, like the sexy part of women that wants to, you know, look good mm-hmm. and um, be sexy, but also be taken seriously and be really smart. And why can't it be both? And where where is that kind of that merging? Mm-hmm. And I thought about. Um, A girl that I knew kind of growing up that uh, did go into adult film. And she was brilliant and really smart and and very pretty and uh, and a very uh, cool person. Mm -hmm. And she made that choice. And as far as I know, we don't keep in touch, but I don't think she regrets it at all. I think it's just part of the life that she chose. And Mm -hmm. I thought, that's really cool. Now, what if she wanted to be a newscaster? (laughs) (laughs) Would society let her do that? Because she was brilliant. I mean, she was really smart. So I think she'd be a great newscaster if she wanted to do that. But what would society say about wow. that? And then I mm-hmm. thought, let's explore that.
0: You explore it so well. And <laughs> the thing that astounds me is that you've written a PG-13 movie. Like I That feel was hard. hard. Yeah. 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 Can we talk? Because I think it's, for this to be the sell that it is, and really the movie I want to see, I'm glad it's a PG-13 mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about how the heck you pulled that off? <laughs>
7: Um, well, I thought about Pretty Woman. Yeah. Mm. So, um, you know, I'm a little bit older, so Pretty Woman was um, like the rom-com. Julia Roberts, you know, was, was <laughs> coming up in the business. And it was awesome, and it's still one of my all-time favorites. And I thought, that is about a prostitute. Uh-huh. So at some point, the people making that film had to say, okay, there's definitely a seedy part of prostitution. There's no two ways about that but we still want to tell a story about this woman who Mm -hmm. is a prostitute and this evolution that she goes through and and I thought they did it really well I mean that was you know a film that I think explored the individual and the choice and how that impacted her life without getting into the The nitty-gritty of the business side of it And I thought, you know, I can do that with this I can do that with adult film Where certainly there is this other side of it um, But we're not going to explore that I'm more interested in the character Who made that decision And how that informs her life now Mm -hmm. And the decisions she makes now
0: and I think importantly you don't have Jane like reeling with regret over the decision but more just practically mm-hmm. approaching how how do I navigate this? Yeah. Cuz I think it would have been kind of a bummer if she was like, "Oh man, I'm so ashamed of what I did" and she takes it for what it is and lets it inform her growth and approaches the problem with this really subtle sense of <clears throat> career panic, but she never lets it define her. Because it shouldn't, like you were saying before. Right.
7: I didn't want her to regret it, actually. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, more than anything, um, who among us doesn't have something from their past, right. right, that you think about and it definitely impacted the trajectory of your life, for better or for worse. But, um, you know, I didn't want her to regret where she is or who she is. And that decision in her past was an integral part of who she is now and why she's good at what she does now and why she's successful. So, um You know, I wanted to sort of explore that sometimes I think we feel bad about things because other people tell us to, Mm. not because we actually feel bad about (laughs) it. You Mm. know, we sort of impose external judgment on ourselves Mm. instead of really finding our self-worth from what do we think about what we did. Mm -hmm. Am I okay with it? Because if I'm okay with it, I'm cool, which is really, I think, reflected in Ruth's character, which you totally nailed. That was amazing. (laughs) Um, So that was sort of the point of Ruth was to kind of highlight that viewpoint.
0: Well, it's, you should give yourself more credit because you say that's what Ruth does, but I think every character yeah. has the, I mean, not all of them, but all of at least our lead secondaries, I guess, have that journey too. I mean, yes. Mary has that journey. Grace has that journey with her pregnancy. It's such an efficient script. Um, how do you structure? Because we have a lot of writers listen to this show, mm-hmm. and I'd love to hear about your process a bit.
7: Um, okay, um, I am really a slave to structure, mm-hmm. I'll admit it. Like, sometimes I actually, when I first write a draft, it's almost too structured, mm. which makes it too predictable a sometimes mechanical. a little mechanical and then I have to go back through and say okay loosen the reins a little bit you don't have to be so wetted to structure but I always start with really tight structure you know here's my inciting incident this is where I want the first plot point here's where I want my midpoint and I really I do a lot of outlining mm-hmm. first um, and I want it. I want to know where I'm turning where the story's turning continually as I write because I think um, then when you get to the end you know you've got something you can really massage and work with yeah Um, So, yeah, so I'm I'm a big proponent of traditional three-act structure and then going back through and saying, where can I turn it on its head a little bit? Where can I release... Some of the pressure on the structure mm-hmm. to make it more satisfying or less predictable.
0: Well, it's like a sneak attack in this. <laughs> of, like, all of it unfolds so organically, but you're like, oh my gosh, every character had their journey, every character had their arc, and everything wraps up so neatly. Yeah, it's like
1: you used <clears throat> so I've seen more rom coms than I think anyone I know. I grew up <laughs> in a house of four women. Yeah. So like um, c- you, you have every almost every single rom-com cliche in this script, but you make them so Personal, mm. You know what I mean? So they don't come off as like, oh, this is the part where she has to meet her old ex-boyfriend. And of course, here's the old town. And here's the pressure from her boss. And there's you. the wild old woman. Yeah, there's all these things. How did you make it so... Because it feels like you wrote the script over your life. You know what I mean? Like, it, you'd meet people throughout your life. Or you'd have experiences. You're like, I need to write that down for this movie. <laughs> and throughout this, like, the people you encounter and the the things that people say how did you make it all work together without doing it? Like, this isn't like an innovative rom-com. It's not like, oh my God, this is something new and crazy. But you do it, all the cliches, perfectly. (laughs) It's a sneakily innovative rom-com. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Well, I kind of, I mean, like I said, I love traditional Mm rom-coms, so um, I wanted to write something that was in that vein and that gave a nod to a lot of the classic rom-coms that I love. Mm -hmm. I wanted to write something that was fun for me, that I would want to watch, and it was just fun in general. But um, I like to write, while I like to write romantic comedies, I like to say that I like to write smart romantic comedies or romantic comedies with depth. Mm -hmm. You know, that it's not just... Um, a traditional silly rom-com, there's a deeper message there. So I think when you start weaving in kind of what would give it a deeper message, what thematically can we do with this, maybe it um, makes it feel less cliche because it's got a lot more going on than just the plot.
1: Do you relate, like are these, is any of this like directly from your life you know what I mean <laughs> I get
7: that question a lot yeah. especially about adult film 15 <laughs> years ago it's like not that. is this based on a true story everyone <laughs> <only> reads it
0: <laughs> so cute <laughs> yeah totally
7: like, so tell us what you were doing when you were 20 <laughs> <laughs> um, it is not a true story um, but if it were that would be okay you know like, yeah. it's like I, I'm almost leery to deny it sometimes because it feels like no I would never yeah. do that yeah. and the, the whole point of the film is to be like it's okay you yeah. know um, but it's not I mean I did grow up in a small town this is not based on my small town yeah. for anybody from Robinson watching love my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm from southern Illinois. Illinois okay. Yeah, and uh, my hometown is amazing. It is full of, like, incredible people. And, um, you know, so it's, it's based on kind of some rural tropes, of course, a little bit for comedic purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope, you know, by the end of the film, you sort of realize that being back in the roots, like, Ruth comes back and Freddie comes back, that, like, being back in touch with the small town and people that know you is really, like, this great thing that mm-hmm. helps them get to the root of who they really are. So... Um, you know, it was I kind of wanted to speak to small town America. that's that's true. And Ruth is a little bit um inspired by my grandma that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I love is, scotch.
1: so is this true? Yes, <laughs> it
7: is it's she is nine. she'll be ninety nine in August. Ooh, and wow. she's amazing. I mean, she's so much fun. She still has like cocktail parties every week oh. and she flies into Chicago, you know, grabs a taxi and comes over. And uh, I mean, she's just amazing and she swears that Scotch is like the secret to <laughs> eternal life. Yeah. This is <laughs> totally and who, am I, who totally. am I to disagree? Yeah,
1: right? exactly. <laughs> she's science. She's evidence. She's evidence. Right? Right. Yes.
3: Exactly. Totally jumping the gun here, but did you ever think about writing a sequel to this? Um, <laughs> no. Because b- based on the end I have like so, so many thoughts on where we could be going. we oh should <laughs> To talk.
7: Maybe we could co-write something. But <laughs> it,
3: It's cool because it leaves you like completely satisfied, but also wondering about where their stories go, specifically like where their stories mm-hmm. go, yeah. what happens with this new show and, and things like that. So I feel like this could actually be like a three part. Yes, let's do it. Let's make three <laughs> movies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of into
7: Michael and Brett. Like they're so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did True. you
1: decide that they weren't going to kiss? I love that. They never actually have yeah. any physical interaction yeah. other than like a hug.
7: Because I wanted it to not be about sex yeah. even though it's like about sex, right? Yeah. I mean, she's a, a a former porn star. So that undercurrent is throughout the whole thing but I didn't want the actual story in the present to have anything to do with sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, that it's about the people and mm-hmm. the characters and the heart. Emotional connection mm. versus Emotional, the, the yeah. sexual intimacy. That's it, brilliant. It really yeah. does seem to me like like modern like it has the familiar
4: rom-com parts that it hits which i enjoy but mm-hmm. then it does feel very current that like i i've heard people say before like people who are young you know teenagers now growing up that like whoever's running for politics they're gonna have all these mm-hmm. videos mm-hmm. of themselves from forever yeah. because yeah. everyone's taking vi- you know so like this does feel like very current mm-hmm. and a, a thing that I'm sure people have to address, you know. I mean, we're experiencing
6: yeah. that now because yes. the current president's the first president to have um, oh. a pre-Twitter life before becoming right, president. Right. Yeah. So you get to see like all these things that we do now have <laughs> ramifications, and you know, or 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 at least or people not, are going to be, able- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Well, they yeah. try to, <laughs> yeah. Are going to be able to like look back? So it's it's really cool as well because I feel like porn has been historically that thing that that's like you could pretty much do everything under the moon for a long time except porn. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you did porn, then if you wanted to get into anything else outside of it, good luck, like, if anybody found that out. So it's nice to kind of see, like, that's something that's kind of bleeding into everything. Anything you say at this point can right. now have remuneration. There's starting to be that
3: yeah. crossover, though. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Where no, it, I remember... There is now, but it was forever. It just it was no-go. I remember
4: hearing this former adult star, Sasha Gray, say, yeah. That yeah. there's no other really feels that women can make equal or better paid and like she's a millionaire she retired at, mm-hmm. you know on, before she turned 30 right? and yeah. <laughs> like does what she wants now mm-hmm. so uh there's no other thing it really is like a great I think this is great I think this is <laughs> I want yeah. yeah
0: um I do have some questions about development um, but if we have any more specific script related questions um
6: I well I just want to know have you ever seen because it did remind me of um Oh, crap. Um, Sweet Home Alabama. Secret Diary of Call Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is Ow. based on a true story where it was a woman who... Because um, it's legal to be a prostitute, in, I think, in England. Mm-hmm. And so she did that to pay for medical school. You mm-hmm. know, if you'd ever pulled from that or seen the
7: um I've not I know what you're talking about but I I haven't seen it and um I did read several books on adult film I read Mm -hmm. Jenna Jameson's book Mm -hmm. and and a few others because I just kind of wanted to understand the industry a little bit even though it doesn't really come into the film I just kind of wanted to get into the head of what success what um, adult film stars that went on to have like successful businesses and what they thought about kind of that transition and how they're viewed and um, ultimately, I didn't really want yeah, to delve into the yeah. bu- business. I wanted it to be more a story of evolution mm-hmm. and kind of merging our past and our present and who do we want to be, and that as humans, mm-hmm. we're constantly evolving about who we want to be and what we want to say with our lives. And um, to me, the, I wanted to take it to the extreme. So I did have some people read it. They were like, does she have to be a porn star? <laughs> this is gonna, and this yes. may this yes. may lead us into like you know talking about production questions. But mm-hmm. you know some people in in the business are like, that's gonna be dicey, right? To to delve into kind of this, even though it's not really going into it, you're sort of skirting around adult film, and people are gonna be right. Um, skittish about that. And I'm like, it, I really feel strongly that it has to be that because mm-hmm. it needs to go all the way as far as we can go to mm-hmm. your point of you could do anything else, but mm-hmm. can you do that?
6: Yeah. Yep. And
7: so to really make the point, I think she has to do that. that. <laughs> and then we have to see that impact. And.
0: Well, it's. It's so true. And what's funny is like I I understand the initial skittishness hearing the log line, even though it's not a founded perspective. But like I know if my mom saw this movie she'd love it. Like yeah. Yeah. My mom
7: loves it. Yeah. yeah.
0: You've and I'm I love my mom, but this isn't hearing that log line, I'm she might not think she'd want to see this movie, but you've like miraculously managed to write a movie for everyone about a former adult film star. Like, it's a real achievement of writing, I think. Thank you. And I really like the script, in case you couldn't (laughs) tell. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's, yeah, it works very well. Um, What did you think playing Jane? What did I think? Yeah.
3: I mean, I love this when I read it, but when we read it out loud, it was just, it was so much funnier and quicker, and, like, Mm -hmm. uh, there were so many more subtle moments that I found. I thought it was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was a really awesome female character that we don't see enough of.
1: Yeah. How did, so one thing that's great about rom-coms is it feels like the whole world stops other than the story that's going mm-hmm. on, you know what I mean, and, and and you do that very, very well in this, and I don't know how to even ask this question, but is there a way that you do that? Like, you know <laughs> what, because there's something about rom-coms where it feels like everything in the entire universe is waiting on this story, <laughs> back in Chicago, back in New York, back wherever they are, mm-hmm. is, how do you do that?
7: Um, I don't think that was intentional. <laughs> I wish I could claim, like, yes, this is how I did that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am world. so brilliant. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Um, I think that might have something to do with the location of kind of rural Indiana. Mm. I mean, having grown up in a, in a rural area, the rest of the world does kind of fall away. I mean, yeah. this really is, like, the whole world, right? It's it's very insulated from things that are going on in the cities and And the the issues that are happening there are much more important because people are so important in small towns. And what people are doing and, and the emotional interactions are just so important there that I think that's maybe just a necessary component of where the story was taking place, that you can feel that. Intensity in this location and sort of like nothing else matters.
5: Yeah. Um, just piggybacking on what Andrew said, I do agree the whole universe seems to be shut out and the only character that I feel kind of keeps it tied to this script is Michael because mm-hmm. he's back in mm-hmm. L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of mean rem- it reminded me and you said Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman but did my best friend's wedding have any kind of <laughs> like because that's what sort of reminded me her, him and her relationship in this kind mm-hmm. of reminded me of, of that. Um why not delve a little bit more into their relationship mm-hmm. and keeping him a little bit more present to keep that universe tied? Because mm-hmm. really he only has one phone conversation right. and then he ultimately decides to show up. Right. But before that.
7: um. So the question is, why isn't he more why? involved throughout yeah. like Act 2? Yeah. Um, Because I really wanted him to be the bookend mm. of like to show where she is from a psychological point in Act 1. And then we don't see him, other than, you know, the phone call that she does where he's kind of like nudging her in the right direction, and then to have the book end on the back end in Act 3 so we can see vis-a-vis Michael, her psychological s- perspective Gross. now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of the thinking on that. Yeah. Um, I, he's a fun character. He is. So, man. yeah, it's uh, it's tempting to sort of use him a little bit more yeah. I think but that was kind of the thinking when I wrote it
5: and that was gonna actually going to be my next question I know you got a lot of people that probably said why does she have to be a porn star but mm-hmm. did you ever get the question of why does she have to be a porn star with the cousin who she's really close friends with be a psychiatrist because mm-hmm. doesn't that kind of uh, kind of relate that she has a lot more mental problems because she was mm-hmm. a porn star because she's so close to the mm-hmm. psychiatrist um, I didn't get yeah. that but I could see other people would say that
7: no that's a great question and actually that's why I made it a family member uh-huh. and that she's not actually Ooh. a patient <laughs> um, because in the beginning, first drafts, it was a, a psychologist that she was talking to. And I'm like, and it was exactly what you're saying. I'm like, it feels a little too clinical, like she has regret. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea, what she says to Michael is, I don't have shame. And that's not her issue. Her issue is fear of judgment, not shame for what she did. Yeah. So um, I rewrote it, talking about revision processes. I'm like, mm, I like this character, Michael, and I like that she's got a sounding board for her fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want it to be so clinical. I don't want it to feel like she has to go to therapy to work through this problem. So I'm like, what if I make it a family member where they're just friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's been out there the whole time, and he's the only person that she's told this to. So right. she's not a patient. Mm-hmm. She, it's just a friend, yeah. really.
0: And it's such an important character because as like someone from a small town who moved to a big city, if you can have a family member who just gets that, there's something very like psychic about that mm-hmm. that I'm sure really ties Jane and Michael before she kind of has her coming of age story discovery.
7: Yeah. One
0: last question I have to ask about <laughs> narrative is you nail the love triangle so well to the point where I was almost pulling for JJ and Jane. <laughs> <laughs> With their couple me JJ and I guess JJ. Um, how did you ever tempt toward their I, it's like, a rom-com should do this. You should mm-hmm. feel on either team at the Did I time. almost win yeah. you
1: back over, Jane? <laughs> <laughs>
7: Not even close. <laughs> I, it was a great performance. I mean, I like JJ even better now than I did when I wrote him. Awesome. Um, no, I don't think I ever thought that she would end up with JJ mm-hmm. again. Um, but what I did want was for them to find a good place in mm-hmm. their relationship. That she sort of burned him when she left because she thought, "I'm, you know, I'm leaving this all behind. And then to come back and realize that, she really does have a lot of affinity for this place and for this person and that it was all an important part of her evolution and that you know the the really important thing was them coming to respect one another again Mm -hmm. despite this everything that's happened between them it's like okay let's put it in the past and use this to move forward in life because as jane is still held back by what she did a little bit 15 years ago jj is still stuck in the past too yeah and they both need to get out of the past and into the future. Hmm. So, to me, that was the culmination of that relationship, not a romantic culmination. Yeah, yeah it yeah. works. Yeah. But I wanted to play with it and create a little bit of suspense so that it wasn't too predictable right. with Freddie. Yeah, yeah,
1: he wasn't, like, too over-the-top mm-hmm. douchebag or bad guy or anything. Yeah. Like, there's really only one villain, and it's just Candy, but you need <laughs> that. You, everyone needs someone to dislike, yes. which I think is really cool that you didn't have... I mean, that's maybe another cliche that people always use is, like, there's, like, that turning point where everything goes bad. Yeah. But it's, like, it wasn't, like, an encounter. It was a reveal. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? So I yeah. think that, that really made it more effective. unique and effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well,
7: I could, oh, sorry. No, 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 please. Please. no yeah. I was just going to say, I wanted, to that point, I just wanted to play a little bit, too, with how... Women don't always support women, mm-hmm. and I think that's a big problem right now. I think if women could just all get on board with one another and supporting one another, that uh, you know our issues <laughs> would would um, be resolved. I think quicker and in a stronger way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, and I think that that's reflected. Then when we see Miley Cyrus later, and yeah. it's like you know we got to stick together. Like we can, you know, it's about choice. That and, and that was really kind of the underlying theme there about feminism. Is that feminism should really be about. Choice Mm -hmm. and if we, if women were supporting women in that, I think we'd be in a better place. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I
3: completely agree. Sorry, just to piggyback quickly on what you just said about Miley Cyrus, did you ever think about having her be the last interview that uh, Jane does instead of having it be? Ronald, right?
7: No, I hadn't, but that's a great idea.
3: (laughs) 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 I I like, I really enjoy the choice that you made. I was just thinking about because she does start in the same place that she ends, and I wonder if it's more now like helping the people that Mm -hmm. deserve it because we do see from Ronald that he's kind of douche. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. (laughs) of. So, (laughs) or totally. Like, (laughs) maybe, I was wondering if you had thought about maybe. Having Miley and like her shedding good light and helping yeah. other females—just a thought.
7: I hadn't. I think I was really going for polarity on that yeah choice. which it did, um, which it really did. Yeah, to, uh, to, again to kind of bookend, but um, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. That would be uh, a revision I would I would think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: yeah, and just going back to what Andrew said, yes, Candy was the the mostly the antagonist in this in this film, but uh, script. But um, I feel like you you circle arc her really well. Um, Because I thought that she was just going to end with doing something bad and Mm -hmm. then us being like, oh, she has something in her past, too, and that Mm -hmm. was it. But I loved how you had her character come back and say, you know, I didn't have all of this that Jane did. And I was jealous of Jane this entire time, and Mm -hmm. that's why I did what I did. Um, So it gives Mm -hmm. more of like a character development, too. Exactly. Um, Which I I loved. I I really like that about Candy.
7: Yeah. I mean, I I really want it. I believe in redemption. You know, Mm -hmm. that's why I go to the movies. I want to see people that are flawed and struggling that learn to be better people and you know redeem themselves. We can't go back and undo what, what we've done in the past, but we can kind of come to terms mm-hmm. and use that to go forward in a better way. And I, I wanted Candy to have that opportunity as well to sort of figure out what her thing was from the past, mm-hmm. face it, and move forward. Yeah. So
1: yeah, you slip these little nuggets of wisdom in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like women can be sexy and intelligent, mm-hmm. and and I, I wish I could remember all of them. There's like something that you don't, the don't know dad if you made says. a mistake
3: until you like afterward yeah, I love that. There's
1: mm-hmm. there's so many of those like genius moments and that's what comes in like great rom-coms like are those are a lot of those like quotes that you've lived by your life or did you just kind of like write them in and you're like "Eh, that's great but but it feels like these are things that like maybe your mom or your grandma or your dad you know and you just kind of like I gotta throw that in
7: Um, certainly I think some of those come from real life I mean I always kind of write from experience Mm -hmm. you know the old adage of, you know, write what you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly this none of this is, this is all fictionalized. None of it is, is a true event or based on anyone real. But I do think that, like, ideas and conversations and feelings that happen in your life definitely inform uh, what's there. But, you know, that takes you so far. And then I think the characters start informing themselves when you get, especially into, like, a few drafts where you're really getting to know your characters mm-hmm. and how they're interacting with one another. I think they, they start kind of writing their own dialogue of like this is this is what this person would feel this is what this person would think so I kind of start from a place of yes based on what I know and then it grows yeah that moment when she
1: lets the fish go is like such a great little gem about Mm -hmm. second choices it's so subtle but it's just like it's there and you feel it when you read it good
7: I'm glad that I think
0: yes you nail subtext and that's why part of the reason I brought this script on the show is because a lot of writers listen and I think like for listening writers yeah like subtextual moments are really present in the script callbacks that are serving a purpose really occur in the script a lot any other pieces of advice that you kind of discovered mm-hmm. while writing the script i like to ask our writers that on the show because <laughs> they always find awesome tidbits from you guys
7: um i you know for me it's just all about the rewriting process mm-hmm. like sitting down and writing the first draft is the easy part and that's not easy right yeah. i mean that's not even easy and that's but that's easy in comparison to like forcing yourself to keep rewriting and to not just say that's good enough mm. To really say, no, I don't want good enough. I want good. And I don't know if you ever get to the point where it's perfect. I mean, I listen to all of you. I'm like, oh, I could tweak that. You know, Mm -hmm. I can make that a little bit better. But um, to really stick with it until you feel like there's nothing wasted in the script. So when I read through, if there's anything like a word or a visual that doesn't inform my story in some way, it's got to go. Yeah. And it's sticking with it until I read the whole thing, and I'm like, everything matters in here. Everything informs a character. Everything informs the story. Everything informs the theme. It's going to some part of the script. Mm. And it's not just like, oh, wouldn't it be cool, you know, if we did this, just because it's fun. Right. If it doesn't mean anything, then it's wasted to me. So I guess for me, it's just sticking with it until you've really whittled it down to, to something that means something to you in every way possible.
1: Yeah, you're like the Tony Gilroy of rom-coms. I don't know if you know him, but he like, with your prelapse and your, your, the stories are always overlapping, falling into another scene, it's, it's really incredible how you keep the pace moving. There's no fat in this mm-hmm. at all, I think, is Thank why you. it's that's it's agreed it so usually. well. Um, but you did say, like, reading this, I hear I want to tweak. I always ask this question as well, is after hearing this today, is there anything that you decided you wanted to tweak or that you didn't like or that you loved or maybe you want Miley Cyrus to be in <laughs>
7: <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I think that's something definitely to explore. Um, I think, you know, there's just some jokes that I felt like, oh, that could be tighter if I just mm-hmm. had, like, one more beat and then the joke. Um, thematically, I really, I thought it played pretty well. I mean, this was really... Amazing for me. It's the first time I've ever heard it out loud. Oh, so cool. you know, I've read it in my head a thousand <laughs> times, um, but to hear talented actors bringing it to life was that was really incredible. I mean, I was I was really happy. I'm really excited about it. I think there's some like tweaking just to make a little of the dialogue kind of land even sharper. Got but. But yeah, that was an incredible experience. That okay. was really fun. You all did such an amazing job. It's our Thank pleasure.
0: You. Yeah. Um, have you thought about actors
7: or directors for this? Um not specifically. I mean some actors, yes. Mm-hmm. Um Definitely, you know, for the lead, for Jane. I mean, I'm constantly, like, thinking who would be really great for that. I mean, I would Roxy really... Roxy Strier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I had some ideas, but now I think we've got our lead, so we're all good. Um, I kind of thought, like, uh, Kristen Wiig was, mm. g- you know, like, a, I'm oh, yeah. a big fan of, and I just... I Whoever it is, I think playing Jane has got to be somebody that um, can be funny, mm-hmm. And can be serious Mm -hmm. and believable in both roles, and can be very sexy, Mm -hmm. and can also just be very plain. Mm -hmm. And that's there's there's sort of this um, dichotomy going on with Jane. So you know, an actress that could believably play both roles, like, Mm -hmm. um, is, is somebody that I'd be you know interested in, but. And yeah, then, how
0: about directors? <laughs> it was hard for me. I'll just pitch you one. Yeah. I'll be interested. It was hard for me not to see little Nancy Myers in this. I don't know if little you've thought at all Nancy about her.
7: Oh, I think about her all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think about, like, oh, if my career trajectory could just mimic Nancy Myers yeah, I know. <laughs> I would be happy um, Nora,
1: Nora Ephron would be good Nora,
7: for Af- that. Nora Ephron and Nancy Myers are my two probably biggest rom-com inspirations uh-huh. I yeah. mean Nora was amazing and you know her whole motto everything's copy right, is sort of how you know talking earlier about dragging stuff from your real life into your yeah. scripts I think everything is copy especially <laughs> the bad stuff you know like yeah. make it worth something if you had to be like horribly humiliated in a situation it's copy you know make yeah. that work for you in some way and then Nancy sort of is carrying the torch right now, you know, right. after uh, Nora left us. And then, um, you know, I hope someday that I can be the torchbearer, you know, sort of yeah. bring it in to, to my age group of like the rom-coms that, that Gen X wants to see. And right. Yeah.
0: Well, I, we loved it. So it's a good <laughs> sign. Um, I don't know if I have anything else specifically about this script. I mean, I feel like I could talk about it for yeah. hours, but <laughs> we are limited on time. Do you guys have anything else before we make our way out with Keely? Do you have any questions for us? That's one thing I always <laughs> like to ask.
7: Um, I don't think so. I mean, it's, you know, this is such a great format and such a great medium. And I think as a writer who's not yet made it, who's just trying to get into the business, um, I could not give big enough thanks to people that are trying to help people into the business. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really hard. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you guys have come together to, to try to find a way to help people get their work out into the world right. and it's really admirable and I'm incredibly grateful so I just wanted oh, to thanks. say thank you, thank you. we are
0: too yeah. um, well Keely again to return the favor we're so grateful as well <laughs> thank you so much for being yeah. here um, if Happy people want to find you online what's the best way to reach you
7: um, sure um, you can reach me on Twitter at Keely L Y so you can reach me on Instagram at Ke. Uh, KY7 mm-hmm. and I'm also on email at wise at gmail.com
0: Great, just to reread it, that's wise at gmail.com
7: Correct. Yes.
0: Great, um, so guys if you like today's script, uh, we do need to extend a thank you to ARA Printing on Burbank yeah. um, and right down the road I know you're not local, but if you're ever spending time <laughs> out here, they're by far the best copy shop in town and they provide us these copies for free um, you can get okay. like Spiral Bound Features printed for like four bucks each or something crazy. Okay. And if you go in with the promo code TABLE READ, you get 10% off your order, guys. So, again, that's A R A printing. I'd highly, highly recommend it. We hope you'll go. If you guys like today's script, actually, kind of coincidentally, we're dark next week. I should let you guys know that first. But the week after, we're reading another kind of female anchor news driven comedy. It's totally oh, cool. different, but <laughs> thematically kind of similar. Um, so, not even thematically, but just really in terms of content. It's a similar script, so please tune in for that. It's called Moguls. Um, and this has been the Unproduced Table Read, guys. We're so thankful for you being here today. Uh, my name is Jeff Graham. You guys can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. If you want to pitch me a script, you can do it there. And uh, keep keeps tuning in, guys. We're thankful for bigger numbers. So uh, thanks. Michael.
2: Uh, guys, thank you again for joining us. My name is Mike Kalinowski. You find me
1: at Mike Kalinowski on Twitter.
3: Thanks, guys. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. And thank you, Keely, again. This was awesome.
4: Yeah, thank this you.
1: was incredible. I'm um, at Andrew Guy. You can find me at Andrew Guy on Instagram and Twitter and wherever else.
4: I'm Haley O'Connor. That is Haley with two wise. If you don't use two wise you're not too wise on <laughs>
5: Twitter. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere on social media at I am Timothy Mike. And I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter
0: and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. And, guys, I'm Jeff Graham once more. Thank you so much for being here. And we'll see you in two
1: weeks. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.